0: Every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove.
1: The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden messages. A special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. Why did I smoke some call it
0: marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it And some people call it...
2: Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And we are in a packed studio here <laughs> at the new Metlow Studios. We're high, really high, down in the Metlow. <laughs> um, Met. We have uh, some in studio guest this week. We have uh, Cole back from Millennium and also from Millennium. Jaren, I, I pronounced it right, I think. Yep, got it right. Jaren. Thanks for having us as always. Jaren. 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 Thanks for having us. Somehow I always forget that. I don't know why. Um, and we, we we just saw... We, you didn't come to the Emerald Cup though, right? No, I was I, at the Emerald oh, Cup. You I didn't, just, yeah, just I didn't see you. It. I yeah. did
0: see Cole. I, I, I saw CC, yeah. but yeah. I didn't run into you.
2: Yeah. It's, we, we just all came back. So last week we were not on the show because of that. Excellent event. Let me just reiterate that for the 10,000th time uh worked out really well I was a bit nervous not nervous but I was a little bit like going into it like how is this gonna be with Santa Rosa and everything but it was weird I didn't get to I didn't feel that at all when I was there I didn't feel like it was like oh this whole place is fucked
0: it was like not at all right it was no not what, yeah saw some of the signs that were just like you know Santa Rosa strong and some of that sort of stuff um and then we definitely um Saw some uh, you know, some of the devastation a little bit around. Saw a few of the houses burn down. The Hilton we were supposed to stay in, it burned down. I uh, know. That's what I heard. That's one of the ones I've heard. It's funny because I was supposed to be booked there, too. It classic. And it was right there. I mean, right in the middle of town. Which is weird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you didn't see like the whole town just all torched, but it was like
2: that was kind of right there in the middle. And it it's, was those, uh, it's those uh, laser weapons, right? That's what they were telling that's us. That's what they kept hearing the whole yeah, time. That's yeah, yeah. what I heard from many locals there. They mm-hmm. were like, you know it's lasers, right? Laser and, drones, right? And I'm like... Yeah, of course I do. Look at me. You don't think I know that those are laser drones? Bro, of course. Um, but it was, I uh, had one guy who was telling me that basically in a neighborhood that uh, completely burned down, except for one house, and it was like grower, 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 not grower, perfect condition. And then the day mm. after the fire, they rolled up, with the cops rolled up and handed them a fucking folded up flag. It said, thank you for your service. And she's a high MIT sort of, you know, she's in this, the, the woman who owns that house is part of the whole Silicon Valley world, but she just wasn't, didn't understand what was going on. She said, I don't know, This the guys rolled up and gave me an American flag. I'm like, none of us were in the service. Like, we didn't do anything. We just, our house didn't burn down. That's kind of all we did. And strangely enough, they just pulled up, dried, drove in and drove away. And then the guy's like, see, you see. So I was like, I don't know if that's lasers. proof. I don't know if that's the proof of lasers, but it is definitely weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, they've had, a, you know, supposedly haven't been able to pinpoint a lot of the sources and where it started and a lot of that kind of stuff. I mean, it was and suspicious. But, well, the whole thing is it's about land grab. That's what they were saying. You know, it's like literally they're just looking at all that land as being so valuable, and the only way to get to get it is to just sort of like to take, you know, to take it, really. right? Yeah, no one's right. selling out on that stuff. Um, besides that, let's not get into any conspiracy nut things that's right now. <laughs> right um, so I'm... Maybe my friend David Harold Moore will be here. We'll see. He's running around town today, um, so we might have another guest coming in at the end of the show. We might have even a few more. That's the beauty of this spot. We never know what's going to happen, right? It's like right, right downtown. Shit could get cray cray in a second. You never second. know. Could it? Could it? Could. But before we start, should we just bang out all the sponsors since we got one right here? So that's easy. It makes Make it them happy right out of the gate, so that they can be like, <laughs> "All right, job's done. Now the rest is just gravy." <laughs> Let's uh, yeah, change our format every single week. That's the way we do it. Sometimes we start at <laughs> the beginning, sometimes in the middle. But if it's in the middle, it's always like, who knows what's going down. Mr. Bean, if you're listening, you obviously are, we'd love you to call in at 420. Um, but if not, it's okay, too. We're not pushing you. Um, so let's start. Uh, well, let's actually start with you guys. No, let's end with you guys. Fuck you. You guys are here. Fuck you guys. We're here right here. Let's start with uh, where you just were. Seats are now. Sounds good james sorry it's okay our most dedicated bringing uh, basically bringing half of our content to the table also is our buddies over at seats here now and the thing about these guys is that they're covering 35 different breeders and if you're ever trying to deal with five breeders it's already a pain in the ass so just to deal with 35 of them keep everything in check um and uh make us all happy that's already telling us testament to the you know the service that you get from these guys also they um will guarantee every single seed that they sell so if you have a problem with seeds you can just you know, tell them what's up and they'll send you a replacement pack um, you can also uh get to their website and check out their their auction site which is seedaholics.com it's but you can go straight to the seeds it'll take you right to it and there you'll have uh, auctions of rare, last seeds found in the bottom of a drawer. You know those; those are the best ones, of course. Oh yes. Um, that was the crazy thing at the show. Did you notice how it was all about the limited seed drop, one-time offer, mad rush to get to the booth? yeah. That seemed to be the huge thing this year. It was
0: just this, you know, exclusive Emerald Cup only, limited pack only, you know right. that kind of thing. And
2: and uh, they did a good job of really getting people excited about it. That's for sure. But uh, you can do that year-round with Seats Here Now. You don't have to wait until Emerald Cup and have it one-time drop. It's actually right. all the time. It's an all-the-time thing. In the convenience of your own home. You don't <laughs> even have to run through this place trampled. Um, yeah, so check them out, SeedsHereNow.com, and listen to the show a little bit later. We'll have James on the show, and he'll tell us. He'll give us the whole special lowdown, because they always have so much going on. It's kind of hard to even concentrate on that stuff. Forget about it. We will move on to the next. Incredibles... Uh, definitely saw them there uh you know right now in colorado it's amazing because uh, edibles really in my mind were always kind of like a side thing you know, i was like flowers so it should be flowers and hash then edibles and this town is kind of like edibles and extracts are almost beating flour out when it comes to sales sure. because of, sure. because of the tourism and yeah the tourist market Yeah, and also just consistency and knowing that that's what you're going to get. Whereas with cannabis, there's always that, like, good batch, bad batch or mediocre batch or whatever. But with these guys, it's always about consistency. They'd have their own in-house garden, which ensures the consistency, which is, in my opinion, the difference between a successful and unsuccessful edible company is where do you get your material from? If you get your material from yourself, well, then you have nobody to blame but yourself. (laughs) But you also have potential to have the best of the best. Um, and that's what these guys concentrate on. And you can also go to iloveincredibles.com and check out their store finder and see where they are. They're actually in Nevada now, California. Coming to Oregon, I think. Coming to Michigan, I think, right? Wasn't that all the
3: news? Yeah, I'm yeah.
2: looking for uh, Somewhere. There's a list. There's a whole list.
3: <laughs> are they doing distillate edibles as well?
2: I don't think so. I think they're trying to do full-spectrum stuff. I mean, I couldn't imagine. It's not really... A, to me... That's almost like when you 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 know people think oh it's perfect it's clinical but it's also clinically you know not really doing it yeah Yeah. it's
0: pretty sterile at that point obviously you lose the entourage effect and a lot of stuff going on there Um, although at the same time when you talk about dosability and everything else and really where a lot of the the market's at it's it's more and more is getting you know processed into piles of distillate and stuffed into
2: pens it's the future for large scale. Mass production, fortification of products is how I would call it because it's not going to be for... It's, it's just going to be like when they're just like, dog now dog food with CBD, blam, they throw it in there. You know what I mean? They're not me. going to... It's the companies It's going to be the the part where you need to read the label and look at it and go, ah, it's probably not going to work, you know yeah. what I mean? But if you smoke a joint at the same time or make your dog smoke a joint, I guess, but no. <laughs> <laughs> if you, say, you smoke a joint near your dog while you give them the thing. No, but in general, if you're, you know... Looking at it from a reality point of view of a medicinal thing, you just definitely want to stay full spectrum if you're looking at it. For for, sure. I mean, I feel good knowing that they're going to put CBD into way too many things just for the sake of it, and it's not going to hurt anybody. Right. It's just not going to be as beneficial, you know. It's going to be right. one of those like, well, that was a waste, you know what I mean? <laughs> and especially when you think about the processing going into distillate compared to hash, you know what I mean, or Mm flour for that matter you know there's like to me every every single step of the processing is kind of taking the soul away from the original plant material a little bit you know what i mean and it's kind of like that's why it's like a witch's brew and it always works really well and that's where you know if our guest comes later if david comes he's the king of that because he's really focused on whole plant medicine and it's you know he's like a guy who had had celiac so he cured himself with cannabis and it's kind of like you know, proof is in that when people do that, and it's all personal like that, then they tend to uh, be able to relay that message really well, you know. Agreed. So, um, did you guys see Jeremy when you were there? I did not see Jeremy. Nope. He nope. was there, though, 100%. Mr. Jeremy, so Build a Soil with Jeremy Silva. Um, great company. These guys are, like, so on point. It looks like their website's been updated really nice, too. Yeah, I was looking at that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice yeah. work, guys. Boom. They haven't got... Yeah, they definitely upgraded. But um, they have everything you need if you want to do things organically from the ground up, literally, uh, or ground down, I should say. Ground down, ground up. <laughs> um, but they have the hard to find nudes, hard to find well, nudes, hard to find amendments, hard to find uh, materials. Uh, IPM. Uh, you can get your beneficials through them, and you can also just if you have any kind of issues, just give them a call because these guys are all super knowledgeable, which is great, and. Uh, they're here in Colorado, but they ship all nationwide, I guess worldwide, technically. Um, and uh, it's a lot of times it's the difference between doing things 100% organically and properly or cutting a few corners. And at that point, you know, if you're going to do it, got to do it. you got to go 100%, yeah. you know. So these are your guys. And it's com or you can go to 855-877-SOIL, talk to maybe a human, maybe a computer, maybe. I don't know what you're going to talk to, but you're going to... At least you can use your mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of your keyboard for once. <clears throat> Speaking of using your mouth, <laughs> if you can get your mouth around a 10-pound tomato, then you might want to <laughs> start using Ron's Organic Wonder. Uh, <laughs> his uh, rhizosphere products, his root-based products, are just you know top-notch. This guy's won multiple uh, world records on... Tomatoes, well, I don't know about the tomatoes part, but he definitely did it on pumpkins and squash. And uh, he seems to have tapped into how these plants respond. And as we all know, yield's not the most important thing. But it's not a bad thing, too. Sometimes it's good when you can get that combination. Um, if, you want, if you want any kind of, uh, like I said, root based products, give them a shout. Once again, give me that website, because it always confuses me. I'm WallaceWow.com. WallaceWow.com.
0: WallaceWow. Wow. Wow. Exactly. exactly. Reminds me of ShamWow. <laughs> it's a little ShamWow-ish. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
2: But Ron's a super awesome grower, and like I said, contact him. He's getting a lot of hits now, too. He was very happy. He said he was getting a lot from California. Um, and he was kind of like, oh, right around the same time as the Emerald Cup. He's getting a lot of hits, because... You know, he's actually the guy who's on the back of the extreme gardening uh package that you've seen forever. So it's kinda of like, Oh yeah, I recognize that guy. Right right. right, right. And uh, you know, they tapped into that. Tapped in, man, it's so easy. Oh. It's so easy on the root jokes, right? It's it's like, slam slamming. Nice. But they tapped in on his uh talent and have had him on the back of a package for years and it's due testament if you know what you're doing. You know, why not spread it? And he's uh, like I said, he's one of those awesome growers who loves to Help other people work uh, work through their problems and stuff. So, gave him a shout. And then they got these douchebags. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> New millennium. New millennium. They're in the house. Yes, it's uh, us again. And like I said, every time when I'm talking about this product, um, I'm using it myself, and my mom is. And moms, when moms approve, everybody knows it's it's there's something about it.
3: Yeah, that's the truth. Man. And
2: and in general, it's been. Um, You know, it's a good, easy-to-use product, but it's also tweakable, which is nice because a lot of times you feel like if you're, like, locked in on something and you just try to tweak it and it goes wrong, then it's your fault, of course, because, you know, you didn't follow instructions, and instructions are meant... As as growers, we're, like, almost the worst because most of us are, like, you know... It's like when you bought a brand new anything, you don't ever look. You just start slamming on buttons and trying to make shit happen. And, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's never been like, oh, let me just sit down and read the instructions on my new Walkman when I was eight years old or nine years old. It was like, no way. You Just uh, um, jamming it in until you figure it out. With the New Millennium, you, can, you, know, you don't feel like you're going to totally like, l- lose the plot if you tweak it a little bit here and there. And on top of that, um, seasonal. I like the seasonal part. That's, that's a good way to kind of know where you are on the
0: well point. and it really helps people wrap their mind around it a little bit. It feels natural. You know, you're talking spring, it's small veg plants, summer, big veg plants, autumn flower. You know, yep. so it's uh it does seem to work
2: out very naturally for folks. And also, you know, it because it's four seasons instead of A B, you're kinda of already kind of are mixing it up a little bit right there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times when, when uh like when I was first selling GH back in the day in Amsterdam in like ninety five and it was like, wow, it's a three-part. I could just, I could actually go two, one, and a half, but then I can also go one, 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 and then it totally, you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> it was like that to me was amazing. And now we're looking at, like it's almost like making, making bubble hash. Back in the day, we had one screen, you know what I right. mean? And we were all excited. And then we had three screens, and then we were kind of more excited. And then we had seven screens. And then, we, you know what I mean? Kinda, and then you get to a point where it's too much. Too many. And then you're like, wait a minute. Now, maybe six screens is yeah. enough. You know what I mean? So if you have like a you kind of always eliminate the one that's just not really worth it because it slows everything down. Yep, yep. And I think with food, it's similar where if you have too many products going on and you're kind of like at a certain point, a lot of times certain plants just don't need every single product. Sometimes they're like, actually, the first two applications is more than enough. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and uh, so, yeah. And then you guys now have a new product, which is awesome. Yeah, we do. And uh, But what's your website before we even go way further? Because... Well, it's. Uh, new Millennium
0: Nutrients, right? Yeah, newmillenniumnutrients.com. However, Millennium is spelled uh, our spelling, I'll say it. Some might call it incorrect, but uh, we'll call it the New Millennium spelling. It's with uh, one N and two, instead of two Ns. So figure that out, folks. Figure that <laughs> out.
3: Also, chat, uh, checking was wondering if you guys are available
4: in the UK.
0: Um, you know what? That's actually a great question. Um, I don't think we currently are, but it's something that uh, could be in the works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: there's a there's an opening right there yeah, a, yeah yeah got looks like right we're right looking there. from new millennium
3: reps all right all right here we go the uk new millennium rep yep all right we're going to spandibus
0: we'll see everybody's fans <laughs> <laughs>
3: no. crazier things have happened right it's true crazier things
0: have happened uh but no this carbo product's real cool it's a uh, call it carbon area it's uh, basically just a sugar product it's used through uh, through flour all the way through flush use it about five mils a gallon it's like 30 different sugars in there um, you pop it open, and you look at it, it almost looks like you'd spread it on your pancakes. It's real syrupy, real real sweet smelling, real amino smelling.
2: Yeah, I noticed it right away too because uh, I'm used to that kind of neutral, typical carbo load vibe thing where you're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is just some... It's like you feel like you're giving bodybuilder stuff or something. You're just yeah. like, this has got nothing but just bulky, you know? And mm-hmm. then this one definitely seemed to seem like it was enough, especially when you're... Like I always like things that are like a flush, like I like the, like the same with the, um, the Ruby Fulvic. Cause in a sense, it's like, you can use it like standalone-ish and know that it's given just enough that it's not like you're going completely, like it's not sucking all the newts out or changing it yep. in any way, giving it just enough to uh, keep it on, on the track, you know? Yep. Yep. And I
0: will say that, uh, we just uh, got a little flower back that uh, had a really solid run on it, and uh, that sage and sour that we brought around last time had a much more perfumey uh, uh, terpene profile to it, and it came out just way gassier this time. Uh, nothing else changed uh, except for as- uh, adding the carbo there. So mm-hmm. it definitely seemed to have really uh, um, um, perpetuated some unique terpene profiles.
2: Yeah, I mean, if, if uh, the key is that it doesn't, because like, there's a lot of products out there now that are like, putting turps in and I'm kind of getting all like yeah, no, what is going like on what's going on with all this? like people are always like it seems and then as a grower I'm like why would you do that I'm like you exactly. know to me that doesn't exactly. seem logical like it seems almost like okay, you know because I mean plenty of people over the years have said like and then there's people who say they do it and maybe it works in their mind or you know, i give given Coca-Cola <laughs> on the last day or whatever they're like some sugar just dumping it in there and people would tell me they do it and it will I can see it working to a point of like the plant might suck it up for one day or so but it's not going to impart any thing direct different. flavor profile through no. it no 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 and that's not always, before killing it not even before if i did i don't want it to yeah well you know exactly I mean? and i'm not i'm not trying to get well and sugar is not known to burn really well either so <laughs> you get, like like literally and that was one of the funny things in europe that people would spray with like seven up you know what i mean and let it dry and it'd be like when you burnt it it would just be like black oh uh, yeah you know I mean? like sooty oh. black stuff yep. you be like I think there's sugar think sprayed there's on. Fucking sugar on there, or something. That's what I mean. So people like yeah. don't understand that that's like totally opposite of what we're trying to do. We're trying to suck those out. Yeah. So we're not uh, getting like dark ash at the end anyway.
0: Right, right, and that's definitely part of what you know the, uh, this or, or other quality sugar products do. It's right there at the end when you're losing the chlorophyll, when you're senescing, everything's going out, kind of giving it some ready-to-use plant food, giving it some things to charge out the rest of the soil, just to help it finish out. It isn't about you know, some kind of imparting of a sweet flavor uh, via through, or even like, you know, some of the products out there, the the different sweet products and things like that, I
2: always found to be kind of funny. Like you're saying sweet, like <laughs> sweet apple. <out there. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Did yeah. I say that by name? <laughs> well, it's kind of hard if you're trying to explain it, explain it. Well, the problem is I think people take it too literally. Like they're like, yeah. oh, need sugar. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. well, theoretically, it's like a lot of stuff, like it's not about the, it's about the plant doing it itself. And if it can do it itself, then you're going to notice it. But if you're trying to like, introduce it pretty pretty hard as far as, like, just getting it in. You know, a plant might take up what a little bit that it can, but for the most sure. part it's not really accessible for it.
3: And that's the whole goal is to let the plant, you know, allow it to express its own phenos that it wants to, that it's, you know, genetically capable of doing. It's not about adding other plants, terpene profiles, or anything else. It's about letting those genetics reach their full potential.
0: Yep, yep, and that's just in general what the line does a great job of. And, and the thing that I was most impressed of right off the bat not only in this product and winter frost and some things like that, but the line in general is the way that it individualizes as opposed to homogenizes. There's definitely some lines out there that you might as well grow one strain because it all comes out similar enough that it's like, well, that was kind like of a pain Like
2: flow is a good example. Yep. Like five people grow flow and it's like 5% off of each other. There's very, yep. you know, it's kind of occasionally you get somebody who really dials it in maybe, but for the most part in the, what would be the dialing it in would be to figure out how to make it less leafy. You know what I mean? Because it's that kind of plant. Like, it just is leafy, right? Mm -hmm. So if you can get it out, it's like, but, but I've seen people grow it where they actually get it to come out of that. You know what I mean? And then there's only a little bit of leaf coming off the actual bud and it's above and beyond it instead of being all just trapped in some, like, high nitrogen rich cuz most people overfeed plants I and mean, that's just kind of uh, that's what they love to do that's the standard and even it's funny I look at old photos of old, old old runs and I can tell where I have overfed just by the photo now and like at that moment in time it was looking great in my no. head you know what I mean but then if I look back I'm like oh man what were you thinking dude look at those things <laughs> they're like way <laughs> overfed you know what I mean and it's just because we all love to well, most people are locked in on the idea that you know the more they feed, the bigger they're going to get.
3: Bigger buds, man.
2: But in the reality, i noticed a lot of times when I use less, and I feel like if you take your cost into effect, because you should, you know what I mean, as part of the bigger picture, if you're spending more and you're getting that not necessarily the same amount in return over it, you're guaranteed getting less quality just because the plant's totally over... You know, at that point... Using probably it's almost like overeating. You know, what I mean, if you overeat, it doesn't help you at all. It hurts you in the long run. You know, what I mean, right, you better right. off to just eat sparingly and let your body kind of burn it all off and just cut kind of totally.
0: Well, and I think a lot of these too. They just make they make more plant matter, but they don't necessarily make more oil. And I'm like, going, well, I don't want all that. I'm I'm just looking for the oil anyway. So mm-hmm. why do I want to have these big fat flowers and the same amount of oil that could be on a nice small tight
2: flower? You know? Yeah, um, and usually you notice it's like whenever there's um, you know. Three of the same plants, one bigger than the rest. At the end, usually the little plant is just more resin, resin per square oh, yeah. millimeter or whatever. For sure. Yep, yep, yep. That's the one that stays, uh, stays in, you know,
0: stays in the personal jar. That's for sure. <laughs> and so uh, you guys weren't repping at the show though.
2: No, no, we were just walking the show,
3: just cruising around, seeing everybody, checking the show out.
2: Um, what about next year? So now that we talked about a little bit possibilities, I'm sure. I mean, there's no way Bo and Lee don't want to be there secretly know what
0: I mean? Yeah, no, I would say there's definitely... And I um, think you guys... How's your, how is your how's your footprint in California, though? Is it kind of small, or...? Uh, getting bigger every day. Is it yeah. better. is it yeah. better, yeah. In
2: southern and northern, or kind of mostly focused in one or the other, or...? Little yeah, yeah, a, little a little of both. Bit, yeah, a little of both, yeah. yeah. Not, any, any bigger outdoor people picked up on it, or has it been mostly just indoor, because it's...
0: Mostly just indoor, yeah. I mean, and, and in part because so many of the big outdoor guys are really, you know, even talking about, like, the build soil, very focused on yeah. on organics and things like that. not sure. saying that we don't have a couple of products that they definitely could use and could um, take advantage of, but we're by no means a fully organic product. We're, we've got, uh, you know, it's a synthetic base with a bunch of uh, excellent uh, organic additives, mm-hmm. um, but we definitely don't uh, don't have a ton of people using it outdoor. We have, we have some, uh, more in Oregon, actually. I have a couple smaller farms in Oregon that have been using it outdoor they are doing well with it.
2: So. Yeah, I mean, it, just out of proxy, because we have it, <laughs> of course, I've tried it on. on and definitely it's, uh, you know, it, for outdoors, for the most part, you know, you, know, you want to try to be as organic as possible. Sure. Um, but uh, I, I have used them in a pinch and noticed, uh, you know, it was 100% uh, applicable, so that's not a problem. But I guess you know, got to, there you really want to take cost into effect. You know? Yep. 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 Yep.
0: No, but yeah, I've definitely used it outdoors as well, and it's very effective. It's just not—we uh, don't have as many outdoor users using it. Um, obviously, a lot of commercial guys here in um, here in Denver, in Colorado, uh, several commercial guys out in the Oregon area, California, Nevada. Um, but yeah, no, every day we're, we're, we're getting more of a footprint. That's for sure. So,
2: with uh, every day. And so have, I know. I mean, obviously, no from the shop but did you ever you guys ever worked on any commercial grows or has it been mostly from the From like have you guys worked inside the any larger scale like on your own besides besides out of i mean out of the yeah definitely uh, going through with the product and stuff like that
0: I mean, yeah for sure i mean i've obviously been personally growing for a long time and i did that was i originally started in a uh um, a commercial grow up in fort collins was where i kind of originally came in the industry and then went and ended up working at way to grow retail mm-hmm. for uh for a number of years um, after I'd actually had a small farm too in Fort Collins. So a lot of our so commercial you, experience... So you worked at the Fort Collins shop? Or? Yep, yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, was so one was of saying, the that's the original, right?
2: That's the original shop. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Awesome. I mean, that, that was the thing is Corey's family at that point in time was definitely the, the, probably the premier of all shops, I'd say, as far as just I'm like... sure it was, man. You know, what I liked about Corey the most is the fact that um, I think it was Tyson who was like, you know, I was like, I was like, how's it how's it working for Corey? And he goes, you know. I would come in here, and he'd be sweeping the bathroom out and shit like that. And I go, like, you know. And then he knew that it was worth, like, it was good to work for that guy, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's kind of how I feel as a guy who's been a boss for many different businesses and stuff. It's like you got to go by example, you know what I mean? Not and good and bad, of course, but <laughs> I usually do the bad example. But in general, <laughs> that kind of um, attitude, you know, works in that industry. And that's the thing is, that I think there's a kind of a. It's going to be scary for the gross shops in the next five years just because people are turning into robots and they just rather no one's scared anymore so they'll order from amazon because it's cheaper you know what i mean whereas before it was all like i ain't gonna have my name attached to nothing so they go to the grocery shop on the you know rent a van to go to the grocery shop back in the day just because you didn't want your name you know you didn't want the plates ran when you pulled up or something and you bought (laughs) way, way more than the average guy you know so those kind of things are less you know, people are just becoming, like, the guards are going down in all ways, shapes, and forms. So I'm like, it's going to get hard because between that and then mainstream shops yep. picking up on it. And uh, I think Walmart has 1,600 products now that are cannabis-related online. What? Online, you know, not in the store. Right, right, right. But still in the store, you can find, like, dab tools. I was going to and-
3: say, I saw some shitty rosin presses, 1,000-watt cheap channel lights. I mean, yeah. No, yeah. No. yeah, so
2: over 1,600 products online. So that just shows you that they're definitely warehousing and moving GH and other products and stuff like that slowly. I mean, they're gonna, i don't know if they are right now. Don't call me on that one, but they will because that'll be the first ones because it'll be the ones that are you know pick upable by uh, for for the kind of price. And then, of course, how are you gonna compete? Because you know you're you're like I think every grow shop already works in such a crazy. Uh, discount zone anyway low
3: margin every you know?
2: single guy has got some level tiered <laughs> six kind of discount you know what I mean like you don't know who I am you know what I mean <laughs> and then you're like oh okay and then you know as you've you know as I've seen from both sides it's a rough one because you're working on thin margins heavy heavy bulky stuff but it's but, a bitch ship, but I mean. it is endless you know what I mean that's the one bonus of it it is it is like hey I need some pH down there's no like, I'm gonna not get pH down. It's right, right, like yeah. it's like garbage bags, toilet paper. Right, certain they're all things, consumables. Certain things you're like, I'm not gonna resist this. There's no way I can resist the. Oh, well, I don't want to spend money on that. No, you're spending money on that. Gas for your car. You know, the basics of getting them from A to B. Yep. And you'll avoid everything else, even though you won't get your brakes done or you won't get this done or that done, but you will have to get the gas. There's just no way around There's you know, no way around Paying that. your damn phone bill. You know, those kind oh, of fucking fucked up things. And you're like, they got me by the balls. <laughs> I, I would love to not pay this, you know. Right, but, right. But in general, yeah, I think, I don't know, gross shops may be uh, numbered in the sense of, like, really profitable. Um, because it's crazy too. You've seen also the in the heyday, it'd just be like a mountain of money at the end of the day, right? You know what I Definitely. mean? Like you'd be like, "Holy shit! I can't believe we made this much money in one day." And it's just because t- a couple big customers rolled in and just you know dumped out Boom. fifty grand each or whatever, and it's stacked. And sometimes I'd walk in at the end and be like, "Damn, I should get a grow shop." But then <laughs> the expenses, if you can imagine them, going like k-chink, 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 and you'd be like, "Oh, they're down. There's a little fucking micro stack by the end of it all because." you are paying the price and I think for a lot of people opening a grocery shop was just an excuse to fucking get cheap shit for themselves to cover their costs because they were for spending sure so was, much man. money on oh, grocery shops 100% it was
0: originally and, and there's still a lot of them out there I mean the reality is is there's less and less because that's not a true business model yeah. and so now if you're not really operating a business mm-hmm. you're not sticking around I mean the the price points aren't worth they that's were that's what I noticed anymore, in Cali so which that's... I was
2: surprised is that there's still a lot of small grocery shops it didn't seem like there was any I you mean know, I didn't Go out and search, sure. But right. you know how when you're pulling in on the 101 there, and you got all this boom, 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 boom. It feels like you're just coming into the hub because Santa Rosa is pretty, right. pretty deep in the in the game as far as uh, equipment suppliers and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Big Daddy, yeah. And, <laughs> and then <laughs> you, you see the reservoir guy with the fucking like show. you know huge reservoirs and stuff, and you're like holy shit that's fucking big you know what i mean oh, yeah. it's just like that's just what they're showing you they can get you bigger oh yeah i and, mean
0: when you got 100 or 200 gallon baby pools in stock as as pots which are not i mean they're actual pots are even baby pools yeah um you know there's something going on in the area
2: oh man there's like a <laughs> quarter million gallon
0: bladders out in the back and you know what i mean and shit like that or you're just yeah. like oh man you guys are definitely i mean, thinking big yeah, Big Daddy's is literally, it's like an old diesel shop or something. I mean, that's the biggest bay doors I've ever seen. The biggest single hydro building I've ever seen. I mean, massive. At least 10 extra large fucking bay doors, things like 40 foot tall.
2: But then there's still a lot of little ones around. When you go around, yep. you drive around the neighborhood, and you're like, man, there's a lot of small shops. And you'd almost think that they wouldn't really, but then you realize, like, I bet every one of those is a guy who just, same deal. It like, was just like, fuck, I spend hundred thousand a month at the grow shop <laughs> why should i yeah. buy, why don't i just buy a grow shop and it'll spend 50 you know what i yes. mean and that's kind of where um you know a lot of that product went of course his
0: margin is now thin and also his other margin is much thinner than it used to be as well so not quite the model it once was
2: yeah and you know i think um well the prices are just today they put out the prices again we didn't get to hear i, I uh, today is the sixth month. Every six months they put out the new wholesale prices. Oh, really? So I haven't heard yet, but I am betting around 1000 bucks because it was 1200 last time, $1,300 oh, $1, last yeah. time. Let's just hope it didn't go below 1000 honestly. <laughs> I don't think they will, Just even just artificially to kind of keep people right. from just committing suicide right away. Right, right, just off just it'll, of it'll like right the Well, back. I mean, there's literally a third of the model of five years ago you know what I mean if you're like if you were writing something five years ago you'd be 2800 get it all day long you know what I mean and then by now it's already if it was down to 900 you'd be like a third at that point you know what yep. I mean so um they but we all predicted this too you know I mean nobody didn't see this coming this is pretty obvious right right but nationwide I mean Cali yeah looking at 500 to 800 this year you know if you're there you know it's like
3: fuck that's crazy dude (laughs) it's bad yeah
2: well you know it's it's weird too because we all we all wished it secretly like man i wish pounds were like five you know in our minds (laughs) now it's actually gonna happen and none of us are really that stoked and we're like well that's kind of a ridiculous and the well i mean the biggest problem in my opinion is that people will treat it like a 500 hundred dollar thing you know what i mean instead of like what it was but to think like some stuff would go between, you know, three to five thousand a couple of years ago, and now all of a sudden, oh man, five hundred to thousand. It's like wow, it's
0: a, a deep cut. Yeah, it's a massively deep cut. And like you said, it's it's kind of shady because a little bit of the reverence has been lost with it. You know, it's just. Uh, I mean, the reality is, is there's a lot of people that would still love to smoke what's in my ashtray. You know, and it's just you know at one time it was it was definitely. Um, uh, we were a little more careful with it. I guess is
2: what I'd say. <laughs> well yeah, and the but the crazy part is though is if you smoke weed with people who aren't really in the scene, they're smoking a lot of shitty weed. Like oh, yeah. holy shit. A ton There's of shitty weed. There's a lot of yeah. shit weed. Like know. you're yeah, like, yeah. wow, this is so bad. Like this is what you smoke. Like, you know, even uh my friend too who was who lives down south sure. in Alamosa, uh you know, all the people there are like because he you know he's smoking a cbd weed and it's way better than their thc bud. you know what i mean Cause they're pulling out some stuff and he's like wow you guys are really smoking this you know and it's just it's it is like it's, even though there's a lot of quantity the quality is very like far and far between it's funny i always think compared to like hip-hop back in the 90s how it was so good and then it just kind of turned to shit later because there was so much more of it. Sure. And then once it became, like, massive amounts of different stuff, it just all kind of, like, you, you had to really know who, like, pick and choose. You know what I mean? It's right, kind of with anything. Right. I think anything kind of fits that model. With weed, because it's such a... Sometimes people can do a really good job without even knowing what they're doing. You know, that's the the funny part. And then there's other people who can think they know exactly what they're doing and fuck it all up to, top to bottom. You know what yep. I mean? And it's like, wow, I,
0: Yep. It's just, no, it's not hard to uh, to find weed. It's just hard to find good weed. And I know that might sound really strange to a even, lot of people who are sitting here in Colorado, but that's the reality.
2: Oh, Colorado, is Colorado has, like, the worst reputation when you're in Cali. It's, it's kind of fun because mm-hmm. everyone there is just like – and I feel it. I understand because they can definitely grow better outdoor weed than we can in quantities. 100%. But there's also a lot of people that just don't – are like, yeah, they're growing a lot of weed, but it ain't necessarily that good. And just they don't – because they're in California, they also kind of have this, like, they're in their own bubble, too. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And, like, I totally admit Colorado has shitty weed, but it's also mostly handling than everything else. It's all, like, bad handling, dry.
3: Bad gearing, bad handling, for sure.
2: Yeah, mostly. Yeah. That's, like, I mean, almost, the, almost all every time. But, I mean, of course, then there's bad selection. Um, you know, those are the things that can usually be avoided. Um, but, the, uh, but in Cali, it's just quantities that sometimes don't always dictate like i just showed you that bud and i won't name it because i'm not going to badmouth any of people but some friends of mine gave me some bud and i loved it as far as getting free bud but then i was like oh man this shit rock is like hard. rock hard so it's like you know i, I don't
3: i don't i don't <laughs> like to smoke
2: stuff that i think is full of pgrs But can't blame you unless i have to of course Yep. For, unless it's for free and I'm stuck somewhere. No, but I, and it didn't taste that bad. It just was like you know, like so they're like you know, of course, what I've you know, the things that we thought we liked. Like, it's this weird? Like with weed, it's like now we like looser bud because we trust it more. You know what I mean? Whereas, <laughs> and then with with uh, you know, like with hash, it's like you want saucy, terp separating from crystal. That's what we want now. Definitely. A year and a half ago, everyone would be like, "Dude, that's all buttered up. I don't want that." You know what I mean, we wouldn't even know. <laughs> we wouldn't even know that that's what was happening because there just wasn't that knowledge out there. Now, all of a sudden, it's like that's exactly. Well, we're mining for crystals over here. You know, everybody's di- looking for diamonds, and and it's getting quickly. You see how quickly that's developing, right? Like, went from like tiny little crystals, like look at look at that. You know what I mean? To like holy shit, like giant, humongous oh, <laughs> monsters. monsters. Which my friend uh, Sasquatch, he's on. Always posting pictures, and I'm just like, damn! Like, and I saw him at the show, and he had a couple strains. He had one that from Unknown Prophet that was uh, cr- created just giant crystals, ridiculous, you know. And it took, but it took like two weeks. So it's always like, it's a patience game. Now it's again handling, you know. Right, we back you, to that. And then you're back to your atmosphere. Like, where do you live? Oh, he lives in Oregon, not here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if you get that same thing to do the same thing here. You know, maybe. Or the opposite, maybe goes better. You know? So, like, we always have really good hash making conditions. That's why I always tell everyone, like, ah, we kind of got you beat in the hash making conditions. You guys got us beat in the growing conditions when it comes to flour that you can actually turn into a product that can go somewhere. Because ours, by the time it gets from A to B, it's already fucked, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Even in my own weed. <laughs> like, even when the stuff that I'm trying to take care of doesn't really last. Like, once I take it out and open it up and roll a few joints, it's pretty much starts to become harder to
3: like there's like a sweet spot doesn't stay brand new for very long does it it's
2: like a sweet spot for like about six days or something like that and then after that it kind of gets to like bitter smoke this shit <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, definitely
5: <laughs>
2: did you see any products when you were there at the cup uh, at the uh, emeralds they kind of like did you go to that demo did you go to the demo tent
3: I did I did there was definitely some cool demos going on uh, Green Bros has a couple of cool products out that I saw obviously uh, Rosentech was there That's some cool new stuff out that I was looking at did you um, see
2: that those gigantic vessels that kid was selling for, like, $75,000? No. What are they? Just big stainless steel sort of uh, – I don't even – I didn't even get into it. I just, all I walked by, I heard $75,000 and 125000 and I just kind of kept walking because I was like, damn. These are whatever they are. <laughs> <No>, they were, <laughs> like, like steam kettle type things. or I don't know exactly what they were using them for. But they were looking like people who were taking it way too seriously. Like, all right, guys, we – we went from, like, quarter inch to, like, a foot and a half in diameter. <laughs>
3: <It was laughs> massive pieces, yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then um, it was mostly rosin in there. And then, oh, did you guys see the CO2? Um, I didn't see it there. I just saw it online, the CO2 trimmer thing.
3: I haven't seen that, actually.
2: So it was, like, a trimmer that had, like, a cartridge, that, like a piece that would go in the middle of it. And you basically would connect a CO2 to that. And then he would, like, open it up on the tank for, like, 40 seconds while it was turning. So it would turn it real brittle and not and basically get it down to negative, get it down to like 14 degrees or something like that. So it was 14 degrees inside this tub as the right, tub was right. turning. So it was kind of like the um, Tom's tumble trimmer combined with CO2, but it wasn't from Tom's, it was another company. and. I mean, it was almost like I was just thinking of all the resin that would just fall off that shit at the same time because, I mean, it's pretty much what you want to do to get the heads to fall off, too. So I was kind of like, as a hash-making thing, it's kind of cool. Like, out, out of the gate, like, not
3: as a trimmer, though. As a trimmer, I was a little bit nervous. That's what I was going to ask, is it meant to make hash or trim weed? Or yeah. what's, a, what's uh, it doing? Trimmer, well, it's A trimmer,
2: Well, it's for trimming. And the idea is that because it's super cold, it's going to make the leaves super brittle and you're going to break sure. off really easily. Which, I, I, Along with all, like you're saying, the trichome heads. Uh, yeah, because so. I think of it as like extremities first. And like the heads are way smaller than the leaves. So they're going to be the first things that get really cold. And then the leaves are going to get, because there's a lot more sure. surface area. So that's going sure, sure. to take longer to flip it around. I was like, but as a hash maker, man, that could be the shit right there. (laughs) It was like, it was, but it was like way, and, and, you know, way over designed with, um, a pretty small area too. Like they were talking like four pounds of fresh material, you know, about a pound of dry. But when you looked at the actual thing, you were like maybe more like a pound and a half to two pounds wet down to like, you know half a pound if you're lucky dry and you have to load it and then you use CO2 and blast it and then hit it again and with another thing and blast it so I was like it's a little bit much um
0: yeah it sounds like a little bit much and then I also think just about those the the, the little stems that I just absolutely hate that I like to get all the way at the bottom that the, the leaves would break all the way to that point and then
2: you get that nice fat little stem so well, right still, there where that go it still said 85 percent done so I mean you still have to do 15 oh, yeah. percent right so i mean by the time you. but then that,
0: by the time i go through that i mean fuck i feel like i you know I yeah, you know i'm not
2: shit. i'm not a big fan of uh auto trimmers of any type i mean i'm still not sold because it, oh who we got calling in what time is it oh. oh my god what is he on time or something like that holy crap holy cannoli is this mr james bean what? himself or what
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow, look Same at you, now
2: On time. Well, that's good. You got some rest. I was on time. After? I know. Well, sort of. I mean, some or not at all. You're just not even here at all. That's the other. The other end. Mm.
4: Exactly. See, some if we, if we look back in, in history, I'm either on time, on point, all all the time, just doing Or just before.
2: wrong day. Yeah. Don't know what day it is, or something like that. Exactly. So, uh, did
4: you rest? Yeah, the new millennium guys are in the house, huh? They are yeah,
5: sitting yeah, right right here,
2: hanging. Did you uh, get some rest? Yeah. You get some rest after that big long week. Of traveling, um, working
4: and on it, but you know we've got we've got Harvest Cup on the other side of the world oh, uh, this weekend, I so we're getting ready for that. that.
2: You leaving tonight or tomorrow?
4: Uh, it's a twelve-hour flight, so tonight.
2: Twelve hours?
4: <laughs> are you going to fucking London? It, it, well, since i am in, in, like <laughs> uh, Tokyo, the Grand Pass, uh, I've got a. They, yeah. they don't have any direct flights to Massachusetts, and so we have to. Go to like SFO and then over to Massachusetts.
0: Yeah, that's out there in uh, what, Worcester, I believe, right? Right, right, outside of Boston. Worcester, 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 <laughs> Worcester. Yes, that's
1: right, that's right. Yeah, Forster. Worcester,
2: Worcester. Nice. Um, so that'll be cool. It's a New England show. So you got, um, have you got a G or anybody coming, or is anything fun like that happening?
4: um no uh no. tech might show up but uh those guys are all busy right now um she's not coming out for 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 many things uh i tried brought in and left and right but i know I, you know I've he'll seen, come out when he wants to like I've i keep, I keep your... telling him i'm like this is your time get your money while you can like just come here and sign t-shirts and i'll give you like x of dollars and he still was just like so, uh, so, so you're basically uh, yeah. getting ready
2: for a very cammy a very cammy weekend I would assume.
4: <laughs> should, <laughs> my predictions my be. predictions. But at the same time, you know, it's the with us going coast to coast like butter and toast. It's uh, it's the first time that some of these breeders will have been back in that region, So say like Crockett or Exotic. Like he hasn't gone to the the, uh, the East yet. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, high, where, where High Times hasn't had a cup yet there, or a successful cup. You know, half these guys, half these brands haven't been there. And so when we introduce them, they're like, "Wow, yeah, I want some this, want some this, want some this." Nice. Because they haven't seen it. They've, they've all they've had is the Kenny stuff like, that's currently around them. So they like a difference, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that fruity, flavorful stuff.
2: What's the name of this thing, anyway, this event? The Harvest Cup. Yeah. Harvest Cup? Okay, cool. And this is the first one, or this is
4: a? No, second, I'm going to say this third. is uh, fifth or sixth. This is, oh. they've been doing for a minute. Nice. Um, nice. But uh, my, my, one of my main guys, Tyler, is going to be speaking there tomorrow to give us some, some speaking time. We'll have a 10 by 20 set up. Um, of course, we'll have all the brands out going
2: and whatnot. So. I'll definitely hit up all my New England buddies and tell them to kind of head up there and check you guys out. I'm, probably, I'm pretty sure Jordan and those guys from Tetrahydro Club will be there anyway, so keep an eye out for them. Very okay, cool. Yeah, for sure. So what do, yeah. you, got, what do you got going on for uh, any kind of crazy drops going on? Like, exclusive harvest only limited edition <laughs> super drop. Nothing like that.
4: Um, not necessarily for for there, but we do have a, a bunch. You know, we do have a bunch of exclusive drops. So we just got in the uh, the uh, THC stem stock. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gives us we got fourteen different strains of that that have been going out. Uh, those were a real good uh, those had a real good launch at the Thermo Cup. Uh, nice. The Sage Master Select stuff has been real nice. Uh, okay. That had a real good launch at Emerald Cup as well. Um, I think we've got three or four different strains from the Sage Master himself. We
2: got four there now. I think. Yes. Nice. Yep. What else you got? What so else you got? Excited
4: about that. Uh, well, Canarado was nice enough to drop me with a whole bunch of goodies before he left. So we'll have the Canarado stuff online next 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 week. About three hundred fifty packs of those, various goodies mm-hmm. um, that haven't been released to the public yet. We also picked up the uh, the uh, Crockett's new six six new uh, uh, regular strains uh we got the uh swamp boys six new strains that were launched next week as well so a bunch of guys that were dropping at emil you know um if i had if i got excuses with them or whatnot we, we picked up uh, the gear that they don't sell and then we bring it back in fact uh one of the hottest ones we've got it's gonna be the, the uh, duke diamond dominion seed company stuff
0: yeah yeah, I heard yeah a lot of good stuff s- about uh duke diamond obviously got a lot of a lot of good yeah. press out there
4: man yeah and really good food. breeder. I'd say probably, probably my top three of guys who just like work the plants and they have steps and just doing it for the that's, right way and the right reason. That's so. his weed right like, there. See, that's <laughs> the only
2: weed that I. That's only weed that I
4: took <laughs> back with me. Basically. I was,
2: nice. I was like, well, I'll take some of that for sure. So well,
4: what? would you get? What'd you get? 287
2: He gave me a whole a melange. A melange there. <laughs>
0: a melange. What was that skunk cross
4: that i was flipping out about right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What was that skunk crossing? Gave
4: them to. Uh, He's got a lot of skunk classes. we probably the local skunk, which is the local age class for basic skunk. Mm-hmm. Then he had the uh, capital G. He had the polecat. He had quite a few, 12 or 14. We'll have a bunch. I gave him the one seven obsolete. He said that's probably the best flower he smoked in, in a year and a half. Props to Duke. Nice,
0: so. nice, nice. No, I, like I said, I, a couple of my buddies out there, like Two Tones, some other folks definitely uh, got it, uh, tried the flower, got the seeds, really stoked on it. So, congrats to him. Nice work to the Duke.
4: Yep. Yep, yep, Duke is, like I said, definitely killing it. When I went to visit his, his facilities, like, he had this one corner of a shop that was just kind of, like, the plants did not look great. <laughs> and he was to say, I was like, damn, what's, this? like, like, <laughs> you know? I, was like I, was, I was like, what's going on over there? And he's like, oh, that's my torture chamber. I was like, what? He was like, a torture much more strange. Try to get him see if I can get him to flip. He was like, if I get him to hermatite on me, it means you got to work him more. If not, then it means you're okay. He was like, "See this one it has been a, in a solo cup for four months. No like, shame. <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, he had a bunch of. He's like, this one I give way too much nitrogen to. This one I'm giving way too much of this to. I just fucking like, like I'm just trying that's to get awesome. You know. I like it. Yeah, just trying to see if we can get him. Jared just torches it on oh, cool He cool. just does yeah. his
2: own torture, but he doesn't. He hasn't talk yeah, that yeah, through. Yeah, I, I didn't. Oh I didn't man, I never thought it. about <laughs> that. I just just a torture part. No, I'm just kidding. No, so he definitely his weed was. Well, the funny thing is, so he gave me some buds when I the first night when I was there, and the classic hotel situation where like the minute you're not supposed to smoke weed for some reason those joints burn perfectly and his oh. weed was so good like it wouldn't like even when it was getting really really low it was, <laughs> it was burning go. great and i was like god damn it why does it burn so good like it makes me just have to keep smoking it because no. it was burning so good and i was like well like, if it's burning this good i can't not smoke it right but then again i can't smoke it cuz then they moved me from a they moved me from a, a room with a fucking balcony to another room without a balcony. Which mm, I, don't know, I don't know lame. who they were. I don't know who they thought I was, They're but like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "What? No balcony."
4: So, and then the weed. Was, yeah. Oh no! I definitely had to the balcony on the first night. So.
2: I know. And then, weirdly enough, I had the first night and the third night they would give me a balcony, but they couldn't give it to me on the second night, and I was like, "What? This doesn't even make sense." So huh. they because I had three different bookings. No, I had four bookings at one point. I had, you had booked one, they had booked two, and I had booked one or something like Where did you guys end up staying? At the Doubletree. The Doubletree. Doubletree. Yeah, we go. ended up uh, just a little bit
0: north in no. Windsor.
1: Yeah.
4: Shout out to the Doubletree.
2: Shout, shout out. To out, out. Big shout, shout out. Shout out to the Doubletree. I definitely did not smoke weed in your room. I was just kidding. That was a totally <laughs> joke. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I make those jokes all the time. <laughs> Please don't uh-huh. dock my platinum status. <laughs> uh-huh. It was definitely not under, under James Collins'
4: name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guarantee you. No, definitely <laughs> Definitely, which I guarantee. Uh, so, <laughs> so you're pointing the finger at me.
4: Damn, put me on Front Street. All right.
2: So, uh, so off to Boston, and then New Year's is going to be rolling around, and then what's what's the first? Oh, you, you are you guys doing? You guys are doing the Indo, right? Somebody's doing that in January, right?
4: Of course, that brings me to my next thing, which uh, we'll have Chris on here probably in the next week. So, cool. uh, tell us all about the Indo Expo, about one of Denver's longest running. Um, best shows that I've been to is would be the Indo, Indo Expo. They're just agreed. Uh, I was 100%. talking to yeah, about sure. minutes ago. Yeah, it's funny because it's like they're they just well oh ran. This, they're just organized. Well, they have the small program. show kind of covered together.
0: Yeah, they actually go out and they, they make it happen, too. That's the one thing I like about it, where some of these other shows were like, oh, if we do it, people will just come. Mm-hmm. They actually
3: go out and actively nope. get people there. They they bring the people yep. and they give the right environment for it as well. It's a, it's a, it's a good show.
2: Well, what I like, too, is the minute that they introduce Hemp, they really made it a better show because they had, like, 90 more people involved, 90 more booths, and they were all in those side rooms and kind of, like, a little bit in the main room, but mostly, like, made that whole side thing open up, and they were like, okay, there is a whole industry here that has... It's not cannabis. Right. And you don't even need to be licensed. You can actually get right into it. And so, from Mm -hmm. that point of view, it was like... And it was also medical, and it was patient-orientated and all that kind of stuff. So it was pretty cool. And
0: they they also... They made no bones about it. It's like, yeah, it's a cannabis show. You know what I mean? It's a hemp show. It's um, the first place I saw live plants. You know, it was the first place... You know, you James guys were started selling seeds there. I was like, fuck yeah, this 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 is happening. This is amazing. Um... So, no, that was good. Oh, and also, they're doing a Bay Area show this year, which I know that they had just signed on uh, right before the Emerald Cup because I saw them both there and they were super stoked about it. So, that'll be in April. Should be good.
4: Breaking news, right there. That's breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news.
0: Breaking news. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's Bay Area. I didn't have exact uh, details on it. It should be up on their website, though.
4: Um, So, yeah. Very cool.
0: Looking forward to that, no doubt.
4: Yep, and of course we'll have uh, two or three panels. I got call Mike here and a few, and see what panels he wants to do. But we'll have two or three panels. Um, I know that Duke has said that he wants to do a panel by himself. He'll sit there for an hour and take questions. This from the guy two years ago, I could barely get on the phone, but <laughs> <laughs> now he's you know comfortable sitting in front and talking talking to lots of people. Um, I know that JJ is going to be on the panel. You, so, you of course, Dan, we're going to moderate them all. Yeah, the panel. Uh, the, 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 each, the, I think uh, the panel. Each.
2: I think the panel that we did at the Emerald Cup worked out really well. It Was the uh,
4: It's DJ Short,
2: Sonny, and Fletch uh, from Archive. Nice. And it was pretty cool because everybody's, you know, we're all, I mean, it wasn't like, we weren't fully agreeing, which is good. You don't want to totally agree. That's boring. Right. But at the same time, it wasn't like complete and utter mayhem or something where we're all, because I think everybody was, like, Sonny said that he thought that, uh, that, uh, Dj short, it was his best one because dj short is tends to to, call, to bring the controversy up. So I don't know why he, just, he has ten, He has a tendency to like he does. Get, make everyone go like what it up. What are you talking about? And then all of a sudden it goes on. But this time he was uh, pretty good. It was uh, you know it was pretty well. He got his. Where's the weed? Where's the smoke? Where's the smoke? Well, well him and Colin went. That was almost <laughs> that was almost blows were going down. So. Which is also enterta- which is entertaining in its own way, but for the average guy out there who doesn't know what's going on, it's a little bit weird. So, uh, but no, that worked out really well. And did, are you going to get recordings of that, James? What's going on with that?
4: Um, yes, yeah, so I talked to the guy. He I saw uh, you. I was just recording stuff, I, I saw you I, talking I to the guy. I was like, he's, he's
2: getting this. He's getting this. You better get this one because we always miss it man, every time.
4: <laughs> yep, yep. T- totally. I uh, on. I'm working on already trying to get. A, already got Hazel on it. Um, but yeah, it doesn't do us any good to record them if we never get access to them. So. Right.
2: Now, were they planning on oh, putting our property? Are yeah. they planning on posting those things, or
4: I'm not sure. They haven't done them in the past. That's why I've asked them. Like, what have you, what's happened to them in the past? You just collect them for like a rainy day, and they're just going to save them forever, or are you going to post them, or like what gets done with those? Um, she didn't really. She's going to look into it. But where she just does mainly vending operations, she doesn't have. Um, she's not in control of, of the of the seminars and stuff. That's why last year was such a, a fun right? time compared to this year was much better.
2: Right. Well, I was impressed. I think that the the full production of the whole thing went really well this year. It was uh, smooth. I think those red line guys are pretty damn good, huh? Yeah, what they do. Yep. And, and, and Hazel,
4: I I, well, I ended up at her, uh, her trailer. She, she said she, had, she had to she do had much. Trailer, but yeah,
2: she didn't have to do much. So yeah. she was pretty well, pretty content.
4: Yeah, she, it was definitely it was definitely better. Things ran a whole lot smoother. Uh, traffic was an issue on Saturday, um, that I know of. You know, we stayed on site, so it was a. Uh, it was, it was pretty good. Definitely much better than, than the last year. But.
2: Yeah, and I think it's just a matter of, I mean, it, when you try to get... I mean, it's weird how we're all on this, like, psychic same-time situation. Like, we're... Uh, not officially. Um, but, it, the, you know, the the it's like traffic and shit like that. I mean, that's stuff that really is based on the fact that we're all in this weird cosmic time schedule like we're gonna come a little bit late and you know not gonna come too early and all of a sudden we're like blamma we're all there and then an hour later it's like it's empty again yep. so every time you know it, it, but i was just amazed that it was so easy to kind of move around and stuff it was like the back got a little bit crazy a little bit tight but not nearly like it wasn't to the point where you felt like you, you know you couldn't watch your shit anymore or something like because there's a few shows like that were that were at the other ones in san bernardino where it was it was a sloppy busy where you just could tell it was like mayhem where half the booth was getting stolen over here and this I mean I heard of a few I heard of a few things I heard of a few issues people getting shit stolen and stuff sure. as usual but it is California I'm yeah. it is California you know what I mean there's yeah. not enough people out there to always have that 5% or 1% even that are shady that are yep. going to well, be around, you know?
0: Yeah, and I even saw a post of uh, Patrick from Years of the Farm was up uh, in the Haight-Ashbury uh, at the cookie spot right after that and got uh, a little smash and grab on him, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't wasn't too much mistaken, I don't think, but it was, uh, you know, always a pain in the ass to deal with.
2: I mean, well, when you, that's the thing is when you have enough, because it, it's like it's a weird experience when you're there. You're, you're like, wow. There is a lot of weed here, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of, and and you're not looking at it from the the kind of guy. I mean, there's always. I mean, I had the the the
4: negative perspective.
2: Yeah, or just like the looking for the easy easy score kind of guy, you know? And I I know people who are like that who didn't pay attention to the show because they were too busy looking on the ground because they knew there was a lot of people, so that meant there was going to be stuff on the ground because people were going to drop stuff. You know, I know people are just like, that's it, there's squ- squirrels for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't <laughs> help it. Squirrels. And you put them in a situation like know. that where they see yeah, people right. just, like, stacking pounds of weed. I mean, you, you know right. there's going to be some sticky fingers. There's going to be a
0: that's going to fall. Just and it's usually, or...
2: it's almost always the staff is involved. You know what I mean? It's like one of the guys who's
4: so, just, just to working. To that extent, uh, like, Like, me and Tommy had talked about that. That's me and Tommy both did a couple years inside, and so we have that kind of maybe negative mentality, and we'd noticed that last year. And so we actually had three plainclothes security officers sitting around all of our booths the whole time. So Smart man. We were. uh, I brought that into our our play earlier. I saw a few
2: booths with security guards this year, so a couple that were, like, It's like, okay, let's get into that point where it's uh, like each booth knows it's moving
3: a lot of product. Well,
0: I mean, if you think, you know, some of the the breeders and stuff and the amount of packs that were brought and everything else, I mean, it's a lot of seeds, it's a lot of money, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of time.
3: Yeah, that's way true, man. There's a lot of cash sitting there for sure.
0: No doubt. I mean, like I said, without naming names, uh, I mean, I know some stacks that were fucking dropped on seeds for sure.
2: Um, Oh, it's funny. On the first day, by by 11 o'clock, everybody was tapped. You know what I mean? Like everybody had already spent their load on the first two hours or something like that. You know, I was like, damn. Yeah, just blasted it out it was crazy. Which is, I mean, it's an awesome thing to see. I mean, I'm just glad that people are now finally appreciating seeds for what they are because, like, for, you know, for the longest <laughs> time, I mean, obviously in Amsterdam, I'd meet people who, you know, understood, but a lot of times it was just, like, people were like, yeah, I guess I'll get a pack of seeds. They weren't really, like, they're on the mission, you know. The mission right. people, when they came, it was, like, 5Gs or 10Gs or whatever. Oh, man, cause yeah. they, and then at that show, it's literally all those people... Tons of them all like. coming there, and I mean they're all there busting the gate down,
0: going down to every single jar opening everything you
2: know yeah.
0: I mean on a mission, which is which is cool I mean we got to have our pheno hunters out there yeah. what, what what's crazy to me though is how many people it's like fucking baseball cards to them mm-hmm. you know what I mean they just love the pack, they love exactly. the they love the look I mean and you know this, James. I mean how many, I mean my God, you must have sold so many fucking seeds that just never never get packed it was a pretty pack it's whatever, and they just want it because it's the name on it and they
2: have it. Never do a damn thing with it. Oh, I've seen that for years, yep. too. And,
4: it, and, 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 it, and, and it's exactly like baseball cards, because in every pack, we all get some starters. We all get a couple old old players, yep. and they get a rookie here and there. But we're all looking for that Babe Ruth, and we're all yep. looking for Hank Aaron. And if we get Babe Ruth, we know Hank Aaron's out there.
0: Right, You have right.
4: got to open a couple more packs. And, and the tough part is that you could have had it from the, from the get-go. You could have had Hank Aaron, or you could have never got him, or you could have got him at the very end. You don't know. That's the problem.
1: You, don't you, know, know. you could
4: have something phenomenal that you think is fucking just a, just a, it, but then pop a couple more packs, you find something that's a little bit better. Yeah, or you pop a couple more quantity. If you find something that just that knocks it off at all, checks all the boxes, you're like, ah, oh, but it's just this one. Maybe that's right. right. Well,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, uh, it's also how how we keeps rolling because if people. Really, everyone did their homework and everyone took a mother plan and held on to it. I mean, it would, it would slow, it would literally slow sales down, but it would also just slow development down. Because luckily, people are getting super duper picky now, mm-hmm. to the point like it's pretty hard to make the cut on anything. You know what I mean? If you're like, uh, like if you're really pheno hunting, like you should be, because most people, yeah, you know, like yes, like a real pheno hunter, like actually know what an elite is. Yeah, <laughs> and just really looking for the one, the one, the one. You know what I mean? Just keep throwing them away. And over the years, I mean, I've known people who have gone through three, 400 different strains and just, you know, they, they just, it's like, you oh, you ever grew up? Yeah, we did one, but we all gave up on it, whatever. It's like, okay. Right. But it's also timing and setting and all that because something that wasn't, like, imagine fruity stuff four years ago. You couldn't sell a right. gram of it. Now all of a sudden people oh, want the, people frutiest, love the fruitiest of the they fruity and you're like, what is going on?
0: Well, on the, you know, the best thing for, uh, for you, James, is that the hunt never really stops, ever. You know, it's out there. Somebody's still looking for something. It's still rolling. Um, people, you
4: know. Yep. We never want to get complacent. Yep. So, or get content. You know, it's like, hey, I've got this. I've had this for a while, six months. But what if I had something else? Well, you know, let me go try something else. Let me, let me find something that's different. Or as the market changes, the the phenol hunters change in different different routes. And, well,
1: my, um,
4: yep. Eventually, you know, and the thing is, is that as more of the milkshake gets milked up and fucked up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. It's all the
4: hybrid, unfortunately. The older stuff is going to come back into play a lot stronger.
1: Yes, um, yes. One of the guys
4: I picked up this weekend uh, as a new breeder, he's working with a, a white widow male. And so that, to me, was special. I was like, dang, I haven't seen that strain played in a long time. And on the male side, is something completely different. I think they use, a, so they use he's a white, white widow male a lot in strains.
2: Is the guy connected um, to Spain by any chance? Because there's a lot of people using a white widow male out there. I know that for sure.
4: So I wonder if it's the same no, one. No, this guy called, called Grandpa Pa. Okay.
0: Nice, nice. Well, it's also interesting, you know, how people are, are getting more specific about what they're growing for, how they're going to use it, whether they're going to extract it, whether they're going to smoke it as flower, whether they're going to rosin yep. it, whether they're going to do whatever, whether it's going to end up as distillate, indoor, outdoor, whatever. It used to just kind of be indoor or outdoor. Now it's like, well...
2: This is what I like as far as a fresh flower and how I like to smoke it. So that's well, what I'm gonna fucking. Grow. Well, the difference too, though, is is like it's crazy because now we're actually talking about numbers that make a make a difference. Like when you are talking about two, three pounds, five pounds, ten pounds, it doesn't matter. Whatever you do, it's just you know like you're not seeing the bigger picture. But when you're doing like thousand five, you know thousand and two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, because you're looking at your overall year rounds of what you're doing. At that point in time, every little fucking point counts because if you couldn't. Either upgrade your terps or upgrade your cannabinoid profile or upgrade your yield, any of those little things, even in the tiniest increment, is a pretty big deal at the end of the year. It's like, whoa, 3% on 5,000 is something, you know what I mean? Compared to like when you're just talking about 10, well, then you really want to get the most out of your bang for your buck at that point. So then everyone goes for the biggest yielding plants. Now, when people start thinking, looking at their profiles, they're like, oh, shit, well, this has got... One point three percent CBG, which is fucking huge. You know what I mean compared to point zero 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 three. So then all of a sudden it's like worth growing that just for that. You know, right? Just because you have five thousand pounds to play with compared to if you're talking about one percent of five pounds is not enough to
4: do extract anything. Like here we go, breeding with science. Exactly. What is this? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come again? Science. (laughs) (laughs) I said breeding with
0: science. What is this? (laughs) And I tell people, you well, know, it's
2: more it's more even just 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 organi- like just being able to actually play with those numbers cuz you can't really see the big picture on a small on a small scale
0: right right well even like well some of the stuff that wilcox farms do down in arizona and some of the fucking mm-hmm. the uh the hunts that they're doing and i mean hundreds if not thousands at a time and i tell people all the time you know when i was in school and we were talking about you know wheat breeding for example um you're talking about starting with one to two million individual subjects for a pheno hunt mm-hmm. to get to that one eventually 10 years later so we're obviously fucking hyper um. Um. um uh, you know. Basically, an hyper link trying to get all this. How does done, somebody so.
2: select that many? Or what is who? Is it physical it, selection? Yeah. Point? Yeah.
0: Yeah. A lot of it's of course now. But so much is done with drones and shit. A lot of it's done in, in a I different way. Say, Originally, were, yeah. yeah, it was hand selection, straight up.
2: That's crazy. That's a it lot. is. But
0: just to give you a perspective on numbers, you know, in a real quote unquote real breeding <laughs> setting.
2: And how would would they, before they could really run those numbers without just, like, when it was really, like, let's say rudimentary sort of reading, Mm -hmm. how would you... It seems like the wheat would start to look really the fucking same. Like well, canned, more, like, like cannabis e- already looks it's similar. It's either going to look really weed. the same or really different, right? And over want, that time, and, and they want the really different for the craziness. Of well, the yeah, world.
0: and I mean, you think right. about if you are looking at that, that often. I mean, you know, I mean, you're seeing it. You're seeing it in a different level than than anybody's yeah. seeing it. Let's just say it's a lot of a lot of walking rows. a lot of walking roads. nuts. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Such a
2: lame reward, too. Like,
0: right?
1: <laughs> wheat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, cannabis is a whole different whole different thing but again i just like to say that just to give people a little bit of perspective so when you're talking about you know hundreds or thousands of seeds which are large you know de- decent sized cannabis pheno hunts that's still barely well, you know, tapping it's gonna, on the it's going to
2: get better and better of course because they're going to be able to do more um, more selection and, and be able to grow up bigger bigger uh, populations which i mean it's weird too because we, our scales change every 10 years you know what i mean like 10 years ago most people didn't didn't see a bigger than a hundred lighter, you know what I mean? 150 lighter, maybe 200 lighter. Now it's like everyone's seeing 2000 lighters and bigger. And, but noticeably too, I met somebody today who didn't know nothing about the grow, but they had run already a bunch of them because they were just looking at it from real estate point of view and from, from being the guy who's paying the bills or whatever. And you could just like, I walked in and it was, I was going to look for somebody else and it was like stepping back into 2010. Like I walked into the room and I was like, "Oh well, welcome back to 2010." And he's like, oh, and "He was like immediately on the defensive about the room. Well, yeah, you know, I don't got all the gavitas and the rolling tables and the and all that you stuff. Know, all that stuff. But uh, hey, it works. You know, it's good. It's comfortable. See, and it's, it's not broken, so I'm not fixing it." And it was literally, uh, you know, it was weird too because he went upstairs and. Just he had tried to build like an illegal dry room upstairs and got busted, <laughs> so they had made him tear it all out <laughs> and and I was walking around this place, and it just looked like he kept r- reminding me that it, you know oh no it 's all good, inspected, great, but it was like spots where they had cut like holes under the stairway to like let air let air through, and they were just like literally like me me like there was nothing to code about that. You know what I mean? It was just like it's like well yeah, yeah once once the inspector left
0: that the sawzall came out. It
2: was tree fort. It was literally <laughs> and without me saying it, my other guy that was go, I was going with was like it's kind of like a tree fort, and I was like dude I was thinking the same thing. I was like this is literally like 2010 tree fort greenhouse grow room classic and, and uh, yeah. So it was just funny, because this guy did not grow weed, and he was trying to explain to me how a real room should look, and it's like, yeah, even this guy who doesn't know nothing understands rolling tables. <laughs> is, you know pretty much describing how every sterile new room would look, you know what I mean, which is in one way unfortunate, because it also shows you like anything that gets like that is, is going to be very similar, too. It's like, you know, famous guys here in Colorado who we know are good growers but yet they're growing on tables in slabs because it's designed for that because that's what those things work best with and you know, kind of kills it you know takes again takes away the the je ne sais quoi of the of the weed where you're like it it's just that little fucking two percent you know what I mean
3: could but be that's two. what it's
0: about now right it's just about the little extras I mean it's it's There's a lot out there. There's a lot of selection. So it's the the little things that really are the biggest difference anymore.
3: People are getting better about it, too, man. People are getting choosier. People are getting, you know... Way
2: choosier. Well, I talked to my guy, a friend of mine from Rhode Island who was there, and he was buying a bunch of Skittles and all that, you know what I mean? And it was just kind of like... And he's like, dude, I can't... This is all they want, you know? I don't... I don't even like to grow it. (laughs) He's like, I don't even fucking like to grow it. Right. You know, but... <laughs> got gotta do it, you have know what I mean yep. and uh some of them he 's like, dude, if I had my choice, I would have thrown them away because it 's like they 're not healthy no, just not happy plants, yeah. in, unless you really dial them in, I guess, um, yep. but he 's got like you know the sure he basically had like the sherbirds and the all the all the classic cali hype stuff, and that 's mm-hmm. when I noticed I was like okay it 's literally like it's swerve time again, you know what I mean, like back in the day when swerve who I did see at the show, and we hung out and talked for a minute, which was kind of funny. Um, but when when I didn't know who he was, I was like, who is this guy who's just like literally like posting shit about himself almost? It was like kind of like the, like I felt that was going on. You know what I mean? There was something happening where it was like, Swerve's the best. You know, like he was he was definitely hyping himself. You know what I mean? And which is, you know, no, more power to him. He did really good. He built himself up real fast where he came to Europe, and then he kind of had this idea that he didn't like him, which wasn't true. But it was just kind of like, because I wasn't into the internet side of stuff, I'd go on to overgrow and look, but I didn't really do much, you know what I mean? I was just like, right. whatever, I'm just checking it out. But in the, but I saw how people were using it like a tool, like, damn, I'm going to get all these kids psyched up, and basically just, I'm doing... The dream. And, I, and that's kind of where we're at now. It's, like, noticeable. So you're like, fuck, I feel old. <laughs> I'm, like, oh, walking yeah. around the show like, man... I gotta do all this hype stuff now, like fucking post this shit. Uh, <laughs> so much work, right James? You know.
4: It is, it is, man. It's it is. But uh that's why I got social media guy helps me out. Ah yeah, see? Smart. You know, but, but but I don't hype stuff enough where I would name my own company after me though. So, you know. That, that would be like over the over the top. Like oh, if I had tough. like James Bean
2: Company. You know. Yeah, like someone else already did with your that's name. Cool. That's even worse. Yeah, that, that's well, that's what happens when you don't. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't hype that's yourself, real. and someone else just steals it. It's like if I didn't call my Shit. show the Adam yeah. Dunn yeah. Show, and then some other dude's like Adam Dunn Lion or whatever. I'd be like, What? Wait a minute, that's my name,
4: dude. You can't have you can't that. Can't steal that. <laughs> even though your name's not
2: officially James exactly. Bean, I still. Definitely would give you the credit. So, for
4: the record, that's not my other website. Just for the record. Yeah. I so when own you're own ordering website.
2: seeds from him, which is lame, because probably thousands and thousands and thousands, thousands of seeds that, yeah. have been sold because of that. And nothing you can do. Well, bro. people just they hear
4: good things about James Bean, then they go like, "Oh, okay, well, equals this." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, no, <clears throat> no, so we have no strains alike. like like I eat. Yeah. Basically, it gets my flack, if you will. Like, I don't carry those other guys for certain reasons. You know, there. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> We have, we have we have no strange coming. Yeah, I get it all the time. People, people, and then or customer service people will call us up, be like, "So I got this, I got this," and they're not very happy with it. Blah, blah, blah. And so we walk them through, you know, invoice numbers don't match up. You know what they're talking about. We've not, we don't carry, and you know we'll have to figure it out. Oh, did, did, were you thinking that you bought it from this company, or did, have, you, have you tried it this company? He's like, oh, click, <laughs> and I'll have to hang out and figure it out, or. You know, at one point, at least, it's not like well, you or NGR. I had to send send his customers over to us. So <laughs> I,
2: I had the same forever because of THC seeds from Canada. Actually, uh, I was like, I was like uh, so many times, people send me like a message, you ordered seeds from you like three months ago." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I don't want send seeds in the mail." So what are you talking about? And they're like, "Oh, uh, THC seeds, right?" And I'm like, "No, THC seeds." Like, oh. <laughs> <Those> bastards Bastards! <laughs> and many many times I've been quoted and people have put THC seats so I know they're getting full full credit for everything I've ever done without me, no not everything but a lot so um, uh, besides these couple shows coming up you got anything uh, any other crazy announcements for us from the Seats here now. No,
4: just uh, just before I go, just because I, I got I always I forget somebody, and I'll, I apologize already. But uh, we did uh, pick up. I met, I met Chris Gustache was there. O.T. Krishnan, oh yeah, okay. you, know, you know you know Chris. Of course, this is so he does, last. He brother, doesn't right? look like Osama anymore. I know. Yeah, he doesn't look like Osama. It's completely different. I was like, dude, what happened? Uh, he, he picked he up he last, his last his last stuff.
2: Did you pick up his last of his last?
4: Uh, before he of goes course. Corp- before he goes corporate, uh, and then and then he uh, and then he introduced me. For his name was named Keith Sweat. Oh, I know Keith. <laughs> a pretty cool name. <laughs> yeah, so I picked up uh, about fifty packs from Keith Sweat. Keith. So Keith. we've got his stuff that'll go on the on the site next week. Uh, we've also got uh, all the new Relentless stuff. Uh, shout out to Relentless for he, he won Strain of the Year this year with the Elmer's Glue. Blue. Um, back on the panel uh, when you guys were in uh, at the Emerald Cup, um, Breeder of the Year went to Archive.
0: Very uh, nice.
4: To the Dozy Doe crosses because of all the work and the the selections he went and did through that, so he won Breeder of the Year this year. So Very nice.
0: Great guys over there. I didn't see Fletch, but I did see uh, Biff and Mac for a little bit. So good guys over there for sure. What's in that Elmer's glue? That sounds yeah, good.
4: Fletch. Well, Fletch has the damn curse of the curse of cannabis. I guess he's like he gotten allergic to weed, so to say. Yeah, he it's can't crazy. Can't be around it. I can't, I can't. grow it. I'm like, damn. That's fucking. That's the curse right there. That, it is.
2: What's the, the breakdown on the Elmers? On the Elmers? Do you know,
4: on, on the Elmer's glue.
2: Yeah. Uh I don't and I see another lawsuit coming up, but no. what's the next besides yeah. the lawsuit what's the uh is, <laughs> there any, it. is there any other uh valid reason to call it that is there an Elmer involved that right no yeah. Nothing. no no, no. 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 <laughs> you don't know what it is. you don't I've know never the heard cross. Of an elmer you don't know what the cross is though
3: no. The only no. reason I ask is Jaren and I have been coming across a lot of good glue crosses lately, so no doubt. I, if, if that was another one, I was just wanting to know what it was.
2: No doubt. We've been
0: puffing on some Grease Monkey in here today, which is a new one that we pulled down, Woo! which is quite nice Oh man. It's exotic. The Dude, Exotic is, yeah. I got a sauce yeah. that I'm about to pull down, too, that's just fucking dripping right now, so.
4: Nice. No, shout out to Exotic. And that was last year's uh, Breeder uh, of man. the Year, right? I believe so. That was last year's Breeder of the Year. See? Yeah, I know those guys. Oh, yeah. that, they and got you, the fucking and, heat, man. And you can't win twice.
0: Yeah, you can't win twice, so maybe well, they would have, so Who knows
4: Maybe I don't know, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's exactly. He's, like. he's, he's doing a lot of good shit. He's got his new Chuck Chip line coming out. Yep, um, that's going to be insane. Uh, he's got a bunch of servers to work with GMO and all those crazy new things to work with. As long as as well as the standards, that GMO's but, uh, really good. Yeah, uh, GMO's the colors. heat. And GMO's fire. So is, is GMO platinum cookies crossed with uh, Kim D? I
3: think it's forum cut cookies times the Kim D, isn't Kim it? Kim yeah. I could be wrong also, but that's what I was told. But it's definitely
0: a cookie. Some cookies yeah. cross chem D and it is gassy as fuck. It's it's good weed.
3: Right. So I've
4: right. heard. About, I've heard a lot of guys are using it. but I haven't, I haven't glue.
2: Just had any yet. Wait wait, <laughs> wait, 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 <laughs>
4: wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Elmer. just okay. The Elmer's glue
2: is uh, it's no, the glue can... cross with the white. Ah, the white cross oh, that with makes the glue. Sense.
0: That would, now the Elmer's glue makes a little more sense. Just the white, you know. See, it's probably a badass drain. I always thought the white was real bland,
4: but that glue will help kick it into gear. I don't know. I, I wonder. Which was, what crust is that? The white crust of the glue? Yeah,
0: uh, Elmer's glue. That's Probably. a breakdown on Elmer's. Probably makes okay. that
4: glue look pretty. Okay.
5: Yeah,
2: yeah. I would imagine it would be like a little bit of resin on it. I bet there's yeah. a little bit of resin yeah. on that. Just <laughs> a little bit of resin. I would imagine. I
4: I'd had, I'd had two breeders call me and tell me that that was the best strain they grew all year. I can mention which too, but. When I get that going, it's like, damn, that's, that must be a good, 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 good thing to go. No doubt. Because um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not allowed to grow anymore because it's, uh, it's a liability. But uh, I do have my guy down the street, and he's, uh, he's, he's loving all the, all the, all the stuff. I was going to say, um,
0: sure on the beans, so it's all good. <laughs>
4: he's, he's coming out with uh, a bunch of frosted cookies, frosted cherries, frosted strawberries, all the frosted line. So we'll have all that stuff as well too.
0: Right on, right on.
4: But. Of course, Obsolete's dropped, uh, had a new drop. We got all the shocker line, uh, lim- um, apple shocker, orange shocker, cherry shocker, we got a whole bunch of shocker lines, dream shocker, so yeah. shockers is a Zettel's cross. Nice. Weren't you guys about earlier? Boom shocker yeah. locker. <laughs> boom shocker Yeah.
2: So, uh, well, that sounds good. So,
4: so that, and uh, and then of course, we'll have uh, Grayskull, Grayskull's feet oh, yeah. drop it next week yep. as well. Yeah. Um, he, he was at the booth. Good to see him and Joey eight oh eight. They're there with my insurance guy, which is all, which is, it was nice. They had some uh, two great strains: the mountain Girl and the Fire Pie. So you know Joey just won a PTSD contest uh, with with, uh, with, uh, with the Fire Pie. It was just it was it was strictly for vets. They gave it to, like I think thirty vets or something. And they just wanted to know the vets, you know, which smoke was best for you and which 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 helped your you know, helped your your, your situations. Right. Uh, it came back that, that was that that was the one that came back and won. So it was pretty cool. Nice. Kind, of not, kind of like not a, not a high THC contest or a high CBD contest, but just kind of a, like which smoke helps your ailments. And, uh, you know, came back clean that way. So it was pretty cool. Sweet. But we'll have all their stuff, and then they left us a bunch of Hawaiian chocolate, and so every order gets uh, Hawaiian candies from Hawaii, so it's kind of cool. I'll try not to eat them all.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, dude, it was always good, good to see him. He actually cool. saw me when I was pulling up, so it was funny because uh, he ran up to the van and threw me a butt of that fire pie nice so it was perfect because we had to stand in that stupid line so i was like all right well, well here I we go it let's start let it start <laughs> uh all right well cool nice talking to you again james as usual mr james Bean, man on the scene yes cheers do, 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 do james being man on the scene
4: Great charge. thanks guys uh good to see you and uh, we'll see you soon we will do good she luck does. in uh, uh, to the track, yeah.
2: good luck in boston
4: much, much love for tracking tracking <laughs> in Boston, forget about it. Forget about forget it. it. Of
2: yeah, don't, yeah, watch out with those accents because last time, oh man, last time we were there, went out to, to uh, dinner when we first got there in Boston, and uh, James has never been farther than like Michigan East, you know, so he's like one of those guys who literally was like blown away because he was in Boston. He was as far east as he ever went. <laughs> and and we, I'm like, all right, all right, so we're in, in Boston, and it looked, and it was really late, so there was only one place I could go to was, was legal seafood or whatever which is like zero to 11 or something like that so we go down and we're sitting there looking at the menu and i'm all stoked because i got all this fish and i'm like oh good it's atlantic at least i don't feel better eating it than like anything from the pacific not fukushima. Mar- it's, not, it's less fukushima so <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like i don't know what's going but at least it's not right there right so i'm like looking at the menu like oh damn it's gonna be great and james is like oh, i hate fish right so i'm like oh well hmm. whatever just get like steak or something like that and then he sits there and doesn't like. He's always like Mister doing ninety things at once. Lady comes over and asks us, you know, if we, if we want a drink or whatever. And it was just like his look, because he had never, he like just never heard somebody, <laughs> somebody, actually with such a local accent in like it just hit him. You know what I mean? He was like, uh, and he like slack jawed and he's like pointing <laughs> at her. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like. They really talk like that. Right? And I was just like, "Oh really my funny. god!" It was like, and then she was like, "I mean, she got a little pissed, but not really." She was like, "What do you want to eat?" And then he was like, "I'll take the fisherman platter, right? And I was like, "Well, you just said you don't like fish, so you took every, every kind, of, kind of, fish of fish that you could have." <laughs> and, and he's like, "It's deep fried." It's fine. So we it's ate right. all the outside of all the fi- different fish. <laughs> <laughs> no way! <laughs> it was the biggest mess. I was like, dude, this is oh, look at this! It's like a five-year-old had eaten at the dinner table or something. It was just like, yeah, it was
3: ridiculous. <laughs> it snaps the crust off of it, <laughs> but it was just
2: hilarious because he was so in shock that the accent was they really actually bad.
3: sounded like that.
2: And it was just like, wow, that was so embarrassing. This, uh... <laughs> but anyway, this time he'll be more used to it. Yeah, it won't be he won't be uh, some culture shocks. Yeah, exactly. Holy Holy shit. This is for real. But it's always like that, too, when you, like, I mean, Boston is definitely not my favorite town personally, because as a New Yorker, you can't really appreciate it. It's just like, eh. Right, (laughs) right, right, right. I've had some good times. I've never really gone there as an adult much, you know? I was always there. I was, because I lived in Rhode Island, so I was there. You know, Boston, Rhode Island. It's too clanny at that in that area, you know what I mean. So we don't go. We go, <laughs> we there, for go, bus, there. go there for a Go there for Boston Red Sox game, and that's about it. That's you know, about get it. in, get out. That would be yeah. the plan. I like Providence. It's a fun town. I've had some good times there. Yes, yeah, see, Again, that's another thing too. As a kid, I used to go to the Civic Center, go see concerts, and I wasn't allowed to do nothing. You know what I mean? And then when I, but I, and I left when I was seventeen, so I never right. experienced it at all as an adult. Too much, right? Right. It's cool. It's small, but it's lame too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's cool, it's small, and lame all at the same time. <laughs> it's cool, small, and somewhat lame. Pretty lame. Yeah. I mean, it's Rhode Island's one of those weird places. It's beautiful, but it's also fucking got its lame factor yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But you're close to everything too. You can zip up, zip down to New York, uh, which was. I mean, that was the thing. As I was I wasn't, when I lived there, I used to take the train as a kid, go back and forth pick up fireworks or weed or whatever I was always <laughs> like that was the train trip you know what I mean I'm always tripping out because I used to carry like right around now I'd go down and fucking go to Chinatown and they'd just be like Italian guys cruising around going yo yo fireworks and I'd be like yo be," you know? I'd, <laughs> oh, I'd have like a hundred bucks on me have it all in <laughs> different pockets you know be like what you got? You know what I mean? Go and they drag you to the back alley and they have all the fucking fireworks stacked up. Like yes. blockbusters and M80s and all the illegal ones. And I'd be like, yeah, I need like those, those. And I just went for the dynamite shit. I didn't go yeah. for anything that had I colors. No boom. No coloring. Fuck. I was like, <laughs> the biggest rockets and the biggest bombs you got. That's all I want. That's all I want. <laughs> and I'd load up. And my mom would come and sometimes cover for me to make sure I can get ripped off. Because a couple times they try to rip you off because you're a your kid. You know? they would be like, like, what are you talking about? It says fucking this. You hey, Get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, I go tell my mom. she come back. And they're like, what? They you're like, all right. to rip kid off? <laughs> all right, all right, fine. Here's the amazing. Yeah, yeah, here you go. <laughs> but it was funny because I take like an army duffel bag, right? I mean, of course, because I was into that. zone. So, like, so I take an army, long army duffel bags fill it up with fireworks <laughs> with, like sticks hanging out the back get on the train and throw okay. it on the overhead you know what i mean and then ding ding, ding get pay my ticket and listen to my fucking walkman and get back to and then just start slanging fucking fireworks like home Hi, Steve. <laughs> yes. and like now you'd be in so much trouble They'd uh, be, like you dogs do would come on smell the fire fucking gunpowder jihadi i mean oh uh, yeah you know, you'd like, be getting sticks of dynamite basically oh my god it was
0: so bad yeah
2: those are the days.
0: Oh man, yeah, I used to love those half sticks of dynamite. We just
2: blow the biggest fucking holes. Block, blockbusters, they were called. Oh. whether you, I don't know what you guys are calling them, but yeah, they were, those were pretty loud, pretty bad. Blockbusters. Blow up mailboxes. We used to blow up TV sets.
0: We'd buy uh, whole, just whole bricks of uh, bottle rockets. Slice them all down, harvest all the gunpowder, and make our own bombs out of them. <laughs> no way! <laughs> oh, <yeah>.
2: Of course, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, my my a whole little, lot of time and effort into that. My little trick, <laughs> my, my my thing that I love just to do is to take, uh, was to take uh, rocket, the, take those SD rocket um, starters, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. pull out the wicks and put those in them, and then I could electronically launch them and blow them off and stuff. So then I would have like. I knew that it was going to just blow up anyway, so I would connect the wires, and then instead of yeah. clips, I just put a little fucking dip, dip, dip put a little thing on there, and then I. But then I could like control the explosion, so I didn't have to like be near it, light it, and run, and never get to see because that was the whole thing. You would light it and run, and then you'd look behind, and uh, something would happen. You never had Already a chance over. to fucking check it out, you know. So I was like hundred foot cord, like. Uh, it was just about pushing the butt, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. It was dope.
0: The biggest and earliest ones we ever did were actually sparkler bombs, the old school sparklers. You could fucking oh, yeah. get a big old yeah, yeah, you yeah. put one out of that. I mean that thing
2: huge. Tim, Tim Martin Tim Martin did one at the um, <laughs> I actually got a video somewhere. I got a video where somebody has one where we he made a couple of them. Yeah. And it was in front of the old hood lab, the one <laughs> over in uh, in Rhino and he fucking it was pretty damn big. It was one of those ones where he was sitting there all night. You know, he oh, finally made it, and we went out. Three and rolls of duct tape later. It was a fucking. It was a, it was a pretty good one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the things you can learn as a kid. Yes,
0: yes. I remember when I had the Anarchist Cookbook on a disc. Yeah.
2: Did okay. you? <laughs> there's a guy. There was a documentary about that. Did you see the documentary about the Anarchist Cookbook? <laughs> yeah, it's on Netflix. I forgot the name of it, but it's pretty good. It's like they basically interview the guy who wrote it and the guy who wrote it he just wrote it you know what I mean there's a lot of shit in there never tested he just went like fuck it oh, burp, you know there's no, this the, works, this will work you know what I mean and then what people did it I was like of course people did it because you wrote it and they thought yeah that's how you make napalm so they went out and did it and he's like oh I guess I should and yeah. a few people you know obviously people got killed along the way and there was definitely like his Book was found at many murder scenes. You know yeah. what I mean? It was literally like
3: the Damn. the the
2: book, and everybody had a copy, or a piece of it. Or I had I had photocopied bits of it i was making napalm i was doing all those oh, stupid yeah, man. things the sticky i like, gas, the, i've never is, seen it somehow oh what never seen what that is oh, wrong man. with you man you've what's man. wrong with you kids holy crap oh man oh, I, I feel like, like i'm missing out. out yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. out oh, dude it's been pu- it's been reproduced now it's easy because now you just go online it's there's definitely copies. it's still online oh, oh yeah gotta oh, yeah, be. Yeah. of course i mean
0: and it's yeah. simple stuff but it's like styrofoam and gasoline now it's napalm, yeah. sticky fire, sticky <laughs> fire, <laughs> right? Pretty much, no, pretty no. much. Oh yeah.
2: And he's got some. <laughs> some of those recipes are pretty. De- and like, yeah, and it's all about like uh, how to kill people and you know, like, oh, yeah. uh, booby it's traps and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I have to check it out. Not on my computer, obviously.
0: But uh, <laughs> go down to the local library for that. Yep. yep.
2: <laughs> and I think uh, I mean it's interesting too. Is it like weed back in the day it was always like anarchist cookbook weed grow books all those things were like uh, I think that was what was the name of the, do you remember the name of the publisher of the anarchist cookbook because it was one of those like it was like a company that that's all they do is like yeah. the nuttiest yeah, the, the nuttiest fucking shit. cover like things you've ever and, and that's the thing it was funny because before there was internet as a kid you know seek out those little fucking weird twisted things and like it was so hard to get that it was like if I never I never had a hard copy. That's what I mean. I only see, got I want,
0: I'm trying to think where I got my disc from, but I specifically got a a floppy disc of the Anarchist cookbook. Floppy. Floppy. A floppy, yeah, floppy I mean, dude.
2: Damn. Damn. A floppy. Now you couldn't even see it if you wanted oh, to. Oh I know. I bet it's roaming
0: around in a uh, you know some drawer somewhere. But yeah, yeah and I hilarious. couldn't even look at it if I wanted to. That's fucking hilarious. But no, in general
2: uh, <laughs> all those underground things were like extra special too. And I was all into Freak Brothers. I was always like, you know, have I don't have any of that shit anymore. It sucks. Like yeah. I've moved so many times. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> to the wind, you know. But I was a uh, actually when I was in Amsterdam, what was really cool is rip-o- Ripoff Rip Press, which was um Freak Brothers. Their office was in Amsterdam. And then I kind of stumbled across it one day. Like it was just weird. I was like, what? wait a minute, Ripoff Press? Like the Ripoff Press, you know? And I went in and talked to them and it was like kind of like it's like ninety three at the time, so they were pretty much like on a slump you know what I mean nobody cared anymore there wasn't really a hot commodity but I was still into that whole comic book kind of mentality I love that stuff anyway so they were like offering me uh, it was pretty cheap too for like 10,000 guilders they'd give me everything they had like we'll just take it all you know what I mean and I was like that's like five thousand dollars I didn't have five thousand bucks I was like no but let me once I got my store I kind of started to sell some shit for them and I got like the complete High Times collection in, and I got a few things off of these guys but it was like it was just weird because they were such a iconic fucking publishing house and all of a sudden they were just a you know, run down spot in Amsterdam with a guy <laughs> who would have gave me his entire shop for five yeah, thousand and I was like <laughs> and I mean I wish I did now because I'm sure some of that stuff it, you know individually will be worth something because I think now that people of my age are At that point, where that's like nostalgic shit for us, you could probably pull some pull some heartstrings there. You'd be like, dude, like Doctor. Do you remember Doctor Atomic? (laughs)
1: Mm -mm.
2: Doctor Atomic was like the a comic that if you read it, there was a lot of information in there that was really good because it was like somehow he'd cram so much info into one page, and you'd be reading into it, and you'd be like, you know. Probably the same as the Anarchist Cookbook. They probably never really did a lot of it, but because (laughs) they wrote it so convincingly and made it look so fucking like doable, that in your mind you were like, "Oh yeah, this is like a guy on a fucking tractor and he's growing weed and he's got plants going in rows," and you're just like dreaming that dream because it's a (laughs) '70s thing, you know. And you're like, "Oh, imagine if you could do that. Now you can do that." But but in general, it was uh, you know, kind of like the they'd even break down little like cardboard how to like take like a piece of a uh, toilet paper roll turn it into a pipe and turn it into this and he kind of like that was his whole thing because he's dr atomic right so he teaches you how to <laughs> how to smoke weed from hash oil and how to do oil stuff and you were just like if you looked at it now it was like the same as um do you ever seen i think it was R gold or was one of those i know it was gold i don't know the first initial but it was the Making oils and stuff. It was an extraction kind of the first little skinny book. Or Deagle, yep. Deagle, Deagle, Deagle. Right. And those, if you read them, it's like they were on point. They just didn't know how to fucking smoke it. It was weird. If like, <laughs> they just somebody even figured out how to smoke it properly with a rig or something like that, or like right. instead of just like smearing it all over papers is what most of the people did, and it was kind of like yep. gross and never really never really worked you know yeah, exactly you're like ah, it's a big mess but it yeah, sounds cool but it was cool cuz some of those comic books were like really informative like especially the Dr. Atomic. that's why I was I'm surprised you haven't seen those ones cuz those ones were like from a growers point of view like almost a grow bible in a one comic you know cuz it talks about clones and talks about a lot of stuff way before anybody else <laughs> would and you're like oh this guy's on point still is a lot of sensey though too or a lot of like Thai Mexican explanation of strains mm, differences yeah. and stuff. So I'll have to pull them out for you. Yeah, sometime. yeah, I'll have to pull that stuff out. But and I ended up to. I ended up getting a, one of their little Doctor Atomic wooden like it was like on the desk of the place. And I bought when I bought all the high times. I was like, can I can I buy that? And he was like, yeah, you can have it. But it was funny because it's like <laughs> a hand hand painted little wooden sort of dude, which. Like, that's the kind of thing that I would buy like right. you know, I'll pay a hundred bucks I mean it's like <laughs> but yeah it was one of those like man I should have bought the whole thing for five <laughs> I would have had something <laughs> so what are you guys doing for New Year's, speaking of like things coming up? Yeah,
0: things coming up. Um, I'm going down to Albuquerque with my wife and family for a couple days, so nothing too exciting. No,
2: that sounds very not yeah. New Year's-like. Yeah. Not, not Times Square. No, 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 the, no. I'm going to this major, major,
0: no. not major party down in the <laughs> major yeah, event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a hugely major, not major event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: What, yeah. About what about you, Cole?
3: I don't have any real plans yet, man. I may stick around Denver. I may try to go to the mountains for a little bit. We'll see how it, uh, if there's any snow or whatever.
2: Um, you can go see my buddy's uh, thing over at Red Rocks and go see all those ratchet, all those ratchets <laughs> He's got little young. He's got little, he's got little he's got uh, uh, Migos and. Well, it's some new year's party at red rocks yeah really it's I've... the first one ever it's pretty interesting uh, yeah i have mean, not seen that it's like i said it's all it's all hip-hop and it's all kind of like oh i don't know it's it's a weird it's a weird lineup you know
3: what i mean it's definitely not like a
2: right, happy right. New year it's more like yeah.
3: a red rocks in the winter is real fun sometimes but it's always so fucking cold up there you're just like oh kind of man it's so it. cold. It's, like, it's hard to have a good time when you're freezing that's why I wear hoodlums,
2: dude. I never think about that. You know, there I am with my hoodlums, the answer, dude, and and that fine. was one of the things that was great about going to the, always going to the Emerald Cup. Is that so many people wearing hoodlums there? It's just ridiculous to the point where, it's like, wait a minute. Now there's just like yeah, one I in know. three, one in th- at a certain point when it gets cold out, about one in three. It's weird. You're like, wait a minute. There's so many hoodlums because it's. And a lot of people I've talked to, them, oh, I've had this for 15 years. You know, I was like, okay, well, there you go. That's why, because it's just it that build up keeps, over time. Coming. Coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not we'll like everybody's got the last year's hoodlum. No, not by, not by any means. But a lot a lot of hoodlum couples out there.
0: A lot of hoodlum couples. <laughs> We've been loving our new millennium hoodlums, by the way. A little, oh. little shout out to hoodlum. They're hoodlum. Extremely nice, man. little Those collab. Been loving it for sure. Because they're
2: black and white, too, right? So yep. they're just perfect.
3: Yep. Those look really good, man, honestly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a good. A good um, you know, hint to anybody who wants to print anything is just keep it simple, man. It's like the, like the minute you go with three colors and four colors, it's just lost. It's lost to the user, the end user, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you're or a person who mm-hmm. has to figure it out, and your logo is really cool, and it's all what do they call those things when you flip them upside down again? It's called like an anagram or something like it's that. Is it right? an anagram? Yeah, yeah, an- yeah, an- 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 right? Anagram. Anagram. Right. yeah. So, yeah. so. Us, oh my oh. god, it's the same, bro. It's the same. Oh. So that's pretty good on the sleeves and stuff, because then you don't have to worry, like, which way is it? I like yep, that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Who's the guy who made that logo?
0: Some of our European partners actually did it all. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> is it
2: mind-blowing? Is it mind-blowing?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm telling you, it's one of those, yeah. And it's a big, it's a long he, here's, of,
0: here's the funny part, though, right? So it's spelled wrong to begin with, right? Kay. Millennium is. Mm-hmm. So not only is it spelled wrong, if you don't know that says Millennium, good luck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? Uh, it's great when you do know what it is and it's cool that you can't flip it up and down, but it's, it's hilarious when, and of course, you know, we're, we're, we're getting out there more and more, and, and any help that we get from anybody tagging in on Instagram or anything like that is great, but it's hilarious how much it is misspelled. Um, and it's something that wasn't necessarily well, you mis- considered. You started it We trend. Started, started misspelling started it, trend. and
2: then we came up. No, no, but the, number two, we came up with a logo that was kind of hard to read. Sure. Well, so. you know what's funny is that what, and Millennium is one of the so, one of the words that my mom can't say. Like she just can't say it because uh, she says Millennium, and she just can't <laughs> not say it. Like it's hilarious because. When it was the millennium, she had to say it all the time because it's like, hey, the millennium, forget it. You know what I'm talking talking about. about. (laughs) Yeah, and it was just like, and I would just laugh because I'd keep going, like, say it, say it. You know, she'd say, millennium. And I'd be like, no, how can you not? Like, and just couldn't help it. Like, she, okay, millennium. Like, she'd pull it out, you know, "Ah, all right, you did it. But then it would just fall back into that every time. So the the fact that she's used it for two years plus, maybe three years almost total, and it's like kind of, she still can't say it. (laughs) <laughs> like, it doesn't matter, even though it's, like, the food, you know. Right. And she'll be like, go get some food. <laughs> I'll go say it. Say, <laughs> say it. it say you know it. I can't say it. <laughs> Don't make me Adam. Don't make me say it. <laughs> <laughs> New Millennium. <I'm> like, <sighs> <laughs>
0: yes. Yes, I'll go get you <laughs> some. <laughs> uh, well, now I'll get you some. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, uh... Uh, so you guys are definitely you guys are at the endo. Oh yeah,
0: we'll definitely be at the endo. We'll have a big uh, big setup at the endo. But like that's actually going to be sure. everything, right? That's going to be five A. and everything. Yeah, that'll be the whole that's thing. Whole, be the whole the whole Playground lighting. Yeah. Oh, we'll and know. the playground guys yeah. will be here then,
2: right? Officially, yeah. like yeah. the real deal. Playground will be, we'll be, we'll be here for sure because that's mm-hmm. what we're going to plan on, and you guys are going to put together a show because that's what we've been talking about is getting the the original. the, the Dutch guy, not the guy that comes, to the, not the guy that's actually there all the time, but the other guy that's coming over. is he coming over? The main guy from Playground. Well, That's what he was saying. You, you may know things that we don't, Adam. This, oh. this happens at times. Well, um. Bo was saying that then. He was saying, that, he was saying the whole crew was going to be here at some point. So maybe not... It might not even be at that show, but if they are here, uh, we need to coordinate yeah, that. Yeah, so we can definitely
0: coordinate that and definitely let's press Bo on that. and see. Yeah,
2: because even though they're your direct competition when it comes to food, in some sense, it's not because you guys are crossing over with the Greens and Sage. Correct. Right? And you are Absolutely. the distributors, so who gives a fuck, yeah, right? Yeah, we, right, right, we right? both, yeah. But yep. at the same time... Uh, yeah, it would be good to get them on, get them all Dutch it out a little bit here for a minute. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. We can get them really, really high because apparently the guy smokes a lot, so that's good. So <laughs> it's a rare; it's a rarity amongst Dutch people. It is so. it's
0: a rarity among Dutch, but even rarer one that'll smoke it without tobacco. I'm not saying he does, but we'll see. We will see. We shall see. Yeah. How, uh-huh. how long did? Uh,
2: how long did you go oh, with wait, the split this is the thing foco. for a This while? is the foco, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let's break that one up. Yeah, just, it's gonna dry the hell up right in front of our eyes. Yeah, you can hear it's, it. 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 We're in Colorado. The Colorado crunch. Yeah, um, crisp, crispy, crispy. Crisp. So that's on the twenty seventh. The show. So maybe if if they are showing up, we'll try to do it the week before if they're gonna be here. or Whatever. You guys just keep keep you guys keep that in, in check. So yeah, we, we will. Um, don't let this slip past because that'd be fun. I'm Sure, they'd be happy to. Uh, and as we always say, every time you guys are here, we got to get the main man on here at some point too, so we can. Mr. Watson, is this who you speak of? Yes, <laughs> Mr. Neil Watson. Yes, Mr. Yeah. Neil Watson. I would love to get him on the show, just to uh, you know, well, congratulate him on the product, but also to get some inside scoop on yeah, some of the old, a bit. especially some of the before the, you know the old school stories, because those are now now those are becoming more interesting. As
0: They're becoming much more interesting. No, it's it's true. He, and he does he does have some good stories. Having been at GH for what twenty two years or whatever he's... uh Yeah, and and just you know one of the uh, original well, the funny, guys and, running around. And in the, the funny part
2: was is like you know and that's why I like to talk to him because when Larry, his boss, was, um, you know, really like kind of still man on the on the ground and dealing with mm-hmm. everybody on the daily ops and all that stuff. You know, uh, his one of his main guys, customer wise. Moved to Amsterdam, and then we were. Then I became the distributor for a little while. So it was kind of like, and that was in the mid 90s. So I'd like to hear the stories from the other side. You know what I sure. mean? Because I know for sure what happened on my side, but, and I, I didn't even work through them directly. I worked through the French guy that was their European distributor. So, sure. and I'm sure right away he's going to go, oh that guy, you know, because he was one. He was definitely one of those deals. And uh, but at the same time, I was you know like everybody. To me, that was the. The shit, because at least it was clean and controllable. You know what I mean? Compared, maybe not compared to clean nowadays, but clean at that point. Oh, in time, at that point in time, for, for sure, one yeah. hundred And also just predictable. You know what I mean? Like Some NASA shit, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the story. Right? <laughs> that was that was it, dude.
0: NASA, fucking uses- NASA, brought that to the moon, bro. Yeah. I don't know if that's true it's or not. No, it's good marketing. it's definitely not true. <laughs> it's <laughs> but it, but great actually, marketing. It's fantastic marketing. But it was
2: not NASA tested, I think. Yeah, it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. When
0: everybody ran Have you it. guys
2: ever seen the um, underwater grow situation that these guys had developed recently? No. Where they had these, like, bell bubbles with plants growing in a ring, in a circle, and then you'd swim down. It'd be, like, about 10 feet under the water, 8, feet, eight to 10 feet under the water, so they cut just enough light. It wasn't weed, of course. No. But it was... Uh, I think it was more herb and maybe flowers, but it was pretty dope. Like, the guy would swim down, come up underneath, and Again? mend, you know, tend them, and then go back out, and then they would <laughs> bring it up at harvest time. But it was, like, Crazy. pretty pretty interesting. Uh, definitely good way to keep uh, pathogens and, no, yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, you might find some new ones, of course, but, right. but for the most part, you would... Uh, eliminate certain bugs I do assume I don't think they can get through as long as you don't bring them there you know as long as it can you know, right. like, start fresh and clean then it would be pretty hard for them to swim 8 feet below the water and get to your spot to I would think so to, yeah I think they'd have a difficult time Russets to... you'd be like your russet
3: proof grub right? oh. that's the new super bug the swimming russet man <laughs> yeah, the, under, the, the, underwater, the underwater,
2: the underwater amphibious russet oh, combo. i you be yeah. like, oh no. no, no! And they sense the air bubbles from like miles away. All right? Yeah. 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 Jesus. <laughs> um, and, any new products on on the market for things like that that you've seen that are that are that are like um, you know med approved or anything that that? Because I mean, it seems like everybody was like rushing to fill that gap uh, when Guardian uh, sort of dropped out, dropped the ball two years ago let's say mm-hmm. and then that nature side came out for a minute uh from our friend but i didn't see i didn't see any of that did you see anything that fills in that gap because i've noticed that that's kind of like where we no that's, that's like why i think some people are fa- right now it seems like i think so many people are going to fail the long term and like it's funny because i even had like it's like i hit with some thrips and i was like what the hell they're like relentless like they wouldn't nothing seemed to like kind of slow them down so then i hit him with that nature side. man that shit worked great because i never used it and so i like found it did yeah. the, blew off the dust you know what I mean? <laughs> we used it and i was like it worked great but then i just was wondering because i didn't see it hit the market really did it or you know what i'm talking about i've never seen i've never did, yeah, yeah I've never uh-huh. seen it either. that was uh that was supposed to fill the gap for that guardian Really, from some of the guys that were working for Guardian that went off and do their own thing after. Really, yeah. Hmm. And it was like a cottonseed oil, clove oil, kind of in that department, like four True. kinds of oil. And yeah, it's just so hard
3: with those products because even all the different oil-based ones that do work, it's just people that do extracts. It's so fragile because if you have any anything yeah, of that left, it just goes right into the product. You know.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you definitely
3: want to use it in veg. You know what I mean? Of course, course, course. But the uh, we all know people are, are doing it. I mean, I've, sure. I've, I've bought plenty of stuff, unfortunately, that I dabbed to taste neem, dude. You know what I mean? It's, it's not. Well, a... well,
2: neem is definitely the culprit at this point in time just because most people aren't too savvy to realize that, or they're buying it from other people and they just don't know it. And right. It's like, there's right. not really a neem test that I know of. Um, actually, speaking of test stuff, I did meet a guy who um, probably get on the show pretty soon, but he had a 15 minute pesticide tester I don't know if really you could basically just plug it in to a computer i think you could even do it as a standalone in the field and, and just, then go and download it later or whatever and yeah and then come and take the data off it but it was like 15 minutes to get a, a result that's badass and uh yeah it was pretty awesome for people who buy wholesale or yeah. you know people and, and you could do it in the field also with fresh materials so before you even you know like so you could go in and call somebody out <laughs> yeah,
0: no, and the, honestly, when I was at the Cub, that was some of the coolest stuff that I saw. I mean, of course, we see the same kind of stuff recycled over and over and over again, but the uh, the quick test kits uh, was some of the stuff that, that seemed to be coming out a lot more. So whether it be for pesticides or um, THC or whatever, I had one done on uh, on this one, on the Sage, and uh, 10 minutes, boom, got uh, didn't get a full profile back or anything on it, but did get a uh, uh, um, uh, full THC uh, profile on it, which was cool, so... That was nice. Those were fun to check out, um, and it's nice to be able to get it quick like that. That's for sure because uh, you know all that testing is obviously taken taking time uh, in years past, but all that shit's getting a lot faster.
3: Yeah, the industry needs more products like that too, man, to keep people from you know just being poor gardeners. It's like just stop trying to bandit everything and, and spray things you shouldn't be spraying and. Just don't have bugs in BM, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, the key is to start
3: clean, and you'll end up clean. It's really hard to start dirty and f- fight your way through it, and you know. what I mean, you're better off just to start over oh, again. Oh, it's the classic that's... man. People flower plants that have mites. You're like, <laughs> it's it's not going to work, man. I don't care how many yeah, times you spray, what you spraying. it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Nope. Yeah, no. If you have, it, it really depends on like if you can get it down to. Uh, a plant with it's usually the medium that is the problem because it's like if you transport you transport just the tiniest amount of soil and from one place to the other, that's where you almost guarantee you're gonna have a problem. If anything if anything you're gonna be doing fresh cuts that have that are then quarantined and then inspected, 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 inspected and then released at that point. And if you can do that, which most people don't because they just uh, put it in with the other ones and then it's like it's over. It's not So in general if you can just follow those certain guidelines, which is, is hard because a lot of times people are under pressure. They're trying to, you know, maintain small space, whatever. Um, that's the only way you can do it because if you have a medium, it's almost guaranteed that you've got eggs or something if if there was any kind of contamination. If, if there was, Yeah, it'll be there.
0: Yeah, no, that's uh, typically where I've had issues is bringing in different media. And then, of course, you know, bringing in different material and things like that. Nobody wants to or has a space or, or patience to, to properly quarantine things. But, you know, you
2: start know, from seed folks. if you can start from seed is definitely a good but weird you know the other thing too is there's you know PM especially can be transferred from seed so that's the kind of sad part is there's a lot of people who don't think like that and the reality is yeah you can't so I didn't realize that you can transfer PM through seed if, yeah. it's, if, it's if it's that, cons- yeah, if you it's can have that
0: it. fucking bad, which it has to be really bad. Now, most viruses, which PM is not a virus, but most viruses, will not, you're, you're cleaned up basically through the seed process.
2: Yeah, but it's just more of an, ex- <laughs> it's not an internal as an external thing. So it's still like if it came from PM room and it hasn't been right, treated right, in any right. way, shape, oh, or okay. form. It's on the seed cut. It can literally, it's outside, yeah, it's, got yeah it's not inside. So it literally can like, and that's, when, that's what sucks is that, you know, who knows how many times that's happened. You know what I mean? Oh, and, I mean, I mean and I've seen it where you get seeds from that seemed like either they're either they're just super not resistant and it was already there and they just kinda of got it. Or, you know, possibly it could have came with it. But but yeah, it's it's one of those uh kind of just careful with everything. And so that's why it's always nice when you let things sit, you know, and then in, in nature they always sit for a year or two. So mm-hmm. when you take stuff fresh off a plant, that's even when uh it's not even a good idea with seeds. It's good to let them cure a little bit you'll get a better germ rate oh absolutely they, yeah they
0: want to get down to a certain drying rate they want to get down to like one or two percent i think uh, you know wet weight and then and then obviously uh to go through it and some things you need a chilling period even to then be viable and germinate uh, cannabis doesn't but yeah it mm-hmm. needs a little bit of time a little time to chill a little time to uh to dry out properly um to get maximum germination rates for sure
2: so here kti i'll give you some, some give you some news some news just came in about um, Massachusetts approving some like social use in restaurants and and sales even in restaurants. I'm here. Really, I don't know. It sounded pretty interesting. I cool there. I did hear the Denver. Tell, tell the us first. what's going. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? All right. This is from the Boston Globe. Cannabis panel backs pot bars, home delivery, and stoned yoga. The legal sale and consumption of recreational marijuana, in Massachusetts. Came into much clearer focus this week. A state regulator said they are ready to authorize a wide variety of locations where consumers can buy and consume cannabis. Cannabis officials took preliminary votes to allow marijuana bars or cafes where cannabis products can be consumed on site, to permit home delivery of pot, and to regulate the sale that and sounds use. Sounds way better than here all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, yeah say what? Well, Jesus. Uh, and to regulate the sale and use of the drug at other businesses such as restaurants, yoga studios, movie theaters and massage parlors that receive state licenses. In kind of a weird varied selection there. It is
0: that is a varied selection, yeah. Um. Well, I mean, you got to think about I massage mean, oil, cannabis, massage oils, so, yoga, you know, so, yeah. weed. Yeah, yoga, weed. Sure, why not? Of
2: course, all those are pretty obvious. But um, movie theaters mm-hmm. usually don't let you smoke anything, anyway. So Nothing. it's interesting. That that I mean if they're just gonna let you do edibles or vape? would Be cool if they let you vape, because then you can just do like a dab theater, which would be dope. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Bunch right? of couches, yeah. couches <laughs> and rigs, and you're good to go. Good Groups to go. of six each couch, and just rent them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know it could be something. There. Hit the button. It'd be like a be like a. The thing where you just have a guy hits a button and the power's up that little zone, and then you got, like, an email. And when your time's up, like a bowling alley, where you're, no. clear, you're done, bro. <laughs> next. Move in the next group. You know what I mean? I like that. But uh, it's interesting to see how other states are hopefully going to show Colorado what's up. Oh right. hey, Yeah, well, let's talk about Sweet Leaf. We might as well, since it's big <laughs> yeah, news, it right? we got we hard. got an hour to kill. We might as well just do some newsy stuff and chit-chat about the realities of how this industry is going. Like, I think in Colorado, I think, is a great litmus test for the rest of the s- states to kind of understand that as regulations kick in, it also means that you're going to have to the point where, like, because I think with weed people, we always think, like, they're never going to check, you know? But the reality is there's a certain point where they will. And right now, some of the checks are things like what these guys got caught for, which is looping, and uh, what they call smurfing, which is going from all this different shop to shop to shop to shop. Uh, that's cool. They're good. They're good. Um, smurfing. That's what they call it. Yeah, smurfing is going from like, so you have 20, they have twenty-four locations, oh. so you can go if you're going from one to the next to the next to the next. That's smurfing. If you're going looping, you're going back into the same one. Right, right, right. And right. so they got caught for both. Um, and <laughs> smurfing. And <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounds like some weird sexual thing. Of course, I know. <laughs> of course, right? Donkey punched over here.
0: Swerving donkey punching. It's all, it's all fucking crazy.
2: But in general, the, uh, you know, that's a pretty big deal because they were pulling 52 million or something in a year, right? So, right. fifty to sixty million a and, year. And they're not just in Colorado, right? Don't they have some stuff Ooh. in Oregon
0: too? Yeah.
2: Well, not I, saying that the the yeah, yeah. buses, but as far as the company goes, yeah, the company's definitely more than just Colorado. But in general, I think this was all here, and it was twenty four shops. Suspended license right out of the gate, which is really, really unusual. Wow. Usually, that kind of stuff, it's usually like, I mean, when they're talking about, only I think they arrested like thirteen um, bud tenders, I think I just saw there. thirteen total. Yeah. yeah, so, so I mean, it's, you know, it is one of those deals where you know that if if the bud tender tells you come back and uh, you know, go out and come back, then that's kind of like, you know, that is against the lights breaking. That's like eh, right. compliance. And I think if, if you're running that big of a company. I mean you gotta imagine if they're allowing those kind of sales, it's when they start to retroact and go backwards and look at that from a realistic point of view, that's a ten million dollar deal in the end, I believe. You know what I mean? I can see them getting fined upwards of ten million probably in the end just because and some people going to jail and whatever, just because it is Quite a lot. When she's it, kind of like we were saying before, like when it's a when it's a small grow and you fuck up, you you fuck a up small, is not a big deal, right? and and exactly, and then they can look back and say, "Oh my God!" But you have, like, you know, obviously grown this amount. So when we're looking back at ten thousand. Here's a fine, but when you start talking about ten million dollar fine, that's enough to put somebody down on their knees as far as the company goes. And so what I'm expecting to see is that they're going to end up selling off a chunk just to save their asses because there's no way to. Yeah, how do you come back yeah. from
0: that? Run twenty. Really hit that hard? Yeah. So what did they do the exactly?
3: They were just selling more product than they should have per day per person, type mm-hmm. of thing.
2: Yep. Okay. But they're but they're treating that like like basically like they were selling it out the back door. Pretty right? much like you're selling it out the back door at that point because people were coming in and buying a basically a pound a day. You know what I mean? Uh, I got So it, I you know you it. could have you know of say so, it's so that start, is boom, getting boom, diverted. Boom, boom, boom. So that is obviously getting diverted to the black market. In yeah, their clearly, minds, clearly, In yeah, their yeah. Minds. clearly, which it, which it is, yeah. which it is, you know, <laughs> yeah. and we're not, you know, but at the same time, it's, uh, yeah, it's very hard. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a hard one. It's like you can definitely see that one being a tough one to come back from, just because the uh, the fines will be huge, and, and then, they're going
3: to make an example out of this thing. It seems, yeah, know. especially right now this time, they're not going to be cool with that. I don't think. Oh. Yeah, I don't think so at all.
2: <laughs> so good luck
3: with good that luck. one. But <laughs> no,
2: it is uh it's a, it's a pretty pretty heavy blow just because it, it is also like they were trying to be one of the bigger more compliant companies I think out there from their appearance you know what I mean right. obviously well, not by practice. What's going to be interesting with something like that is um,
0: you know who's advocating within the company for something like that because the bud tender at the end of the day he ain't getting shit out of it or she's not getting shit out of it you mm-hmm. know so is it uh, you know a performance thing so I, I'm just curious you know it's like at what level did it come down that it's like yeah we're going to be we're going to be okay with that.
3: What? but like, what about alcohol, though? You
4: know, like, why can sure. you? You can go home with a trunk full of bottles if you want. Sure. To, you know, no, no, and so like, we
0: could talk to morality about it all day, but let's right. just focus on what the actual law sure. is, and, and that's and whether it's right or wrong. Fuck, who who cares? Right. But the reality is, you're only supposed to get X amount a day, and if you allow more than that, you're you're breaking the laws that, that, that we set for. It. And again, I'm it's they're arbitrary as far as I'm concerned. It's like whatever.
2: Well, it's like it's like. Um when people look at the 64, how it was written, and they like to twist it and, and, and put it into their own sort of court. I mean, there's like people who are saying that we can't have a social use because it's written in there sure. because they're reading it different than we're reading it. They're saying, like, any business you can't, do. Mm-hmm. you know, it's like, no, no, no. Wait, You know, like, yeah, it's how you're looking at it, you know, right. And, and right now, um, it's pretty obvious if somebody's because like we know examples like right away like I was like oh, oh I know somebody who does that they they go in and their wife goes in and then they go back and he goes back in and then she goes back in and they get a quarter pound each time so that's a pound and then psh, you know that goes to wherever and so probably there's. Under to them, you know. Oh, I mean? I'm
0: sure, but and again, my question is, why would me as the budtender tender be okay with that and be like, Well, I'm not gonna get a fucking pop for that? I don't give a fuck where you get your shit. You're gonna get it once or me and then get the fuck out of here, yeah. You it has to,
2: and that's what it should be. And that's the problem is that so somebody, so, so,
0: so my point is, who was benefiting off I that that was o- it, right. other than you know, was, was it the management getting a performance bonus based on, on monthlies or something like that? Could be, it sounds like the um, Wells, Fargo, the Wells
2: Fargo deal.
0: Right, right, exactly.
2: Like, where they were like they got, they got made everybody so competitive that part of it was, like, to scam people out of more money just to make you look good. Right, And right. it was, like, because I got pulled into that fucking deal. You where, did? Yeah, because I went in to open up an account, and they had two businesses, and all of a sudden I had eight accounts. Because so, like, f- I had, like, four for each business. And they had basically opened up four cards under. And I was, like, what is going on here? So all of a sudden I got all these cards in the mail, and I right. was, like, how do I have eight accounts? (laughs) You know, and it was just like, because they told them, you know, you get more things. So basically the girl was like talking to us and we were both, me and my wife were like, Okay. She's like, Yeah, you should open up one for this and one for that and then do this. It'll be much easier for your taxes and we're like, Whatever, yeah, you know what I mean? And then all over. of a sudden you know, we left there with one little card and then all of a sudden it was like chink, 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 chink in the mail. And then every month we got dinged fifty bucks if we hadn't moved hundred and fifty bucks through those accounts. Right. So I was like getting no way, dinged like, oh, yeah. I was getting dinged so many times that in the end we had to like go back, we had forty three overdrafts or some bullshit because of that, you know what I mean? And I right. was like that's like 1200 bucks in overdrafts, you know, so we had to like get them all, we got them all taken off because they knew they were in the wrong, because we just, we figured it out and then all of a sudden we read it, you know, and then it was on the fucking news so mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, we got, it's like we got catfished or something, you know, we just got fucked right, by these right, guys. Right, right,
0: And, uh. Well, and it'll be, it'll, it's going to be interesting how this thing's going to play out because again, they got the 13 guys at the bottom who didn't benefit at all from it, but somebody did up top, and for sure, they're going to be saying who it was. <laughs> You can bet on that. Uh, it ain't stopping at thirteen.
2: Well, yeah, especially if they're looking at. They said they were looking at um, the last year. Right. So, you know, I can only imagine that there's been multiple people working over that last year at different levels and things. Right. So, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a, a very much a, um, for, you know, an example that's gonna be scared the fuck out of a lot of other people. I'm sure, buddy boy, and everybody are tightening ship. Like, make sure we yeah, don't... Because, I mean, yeah. they got caught selling straight out of their fucking parking lot, right? I mean, so... Right. So. Earlier, I didn't hear that either. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. And, and like, that's the thing is we know from a fa- from our side, like, we all came from figuring out everything... To the hilt, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if they'll let us go an inch, we're going to go fucking uh, 10 inches. You yeah. know what I mean? It didn't matter right, what right. we do, because that's how most of us operate, just because we're all been coming from the, from the underground or you know, trying to make our way and trying to uh, get the most bang for your buck, you know what I mean? That's kind of the way it's always been, because you're, you're limited on... It's like you can't claim taxes on it or nothing, so it's not like we're... So if you're going to buy something, it's not like you're, you are know, basically get the best because you know it's like there's no point in doubling up you're not getting any tax money back it's all like you better have it operating as much right. as possible better than like oh i got it cheap and i got some you know no it doesn't work so um yeah i think it's just kind of our our mentality and then now we're we've had this sort of free reign for a while and by having the free reign we've Probably a bunch of us have, have hung ourselves in the long run, you know. I mean, oh, they
0: gave us some rope, and we've we've done a pretty good job of hanging
2: ourselves with it for sure. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> and, and like slowly wrap. <laughs> just we wrap it just, twice. Just, just, Should I wrap it twice just to make sure? Yeah. For go for it. Very measure. good. Idea. Go. I, good idea. Measure once. <laughs> so measure twice. So I can you know, do it once. But the. Um, yeah, the industry is definitely going to get shook. And I always tell everybody, too, I was like, you know, the more legal it gets, it just means the more trouble you can get into. Because it's right. not like this small-time trouble where it's just a, you know, possession charge or whatever. It's like all of a sudden it's a fraud charge or it's like, a, you know, a 10- to 20-year federal Or a, ten, you know, a tax charge
0: or something like that. It's like, you know, I always say, what did uh, what Capone get taken down on <laughs>
2: Yeah, tax evasion, and you know you might you might get to go to a nicer prison, but <laughs> yeah. for a lot longer time. For a you know, lot
0: longer time, and maybe they'll let you out with gunnery like they did him. But we're not all so lucky.
2: Well, the scary part too is is what, one of the things about this whole this whole time period too is that the, the really scary, in my opinion, is that there's always prisons that are empty that Obama tried to fucking close down, and now that we got douchebag. And his people in there with all these private prisons that are empty, they're, like, they're looking to fill those fuckers up with somebody.
0: Well, and if you have an apartment building, how do you make money at your apartment building? You keep it full. Right. So if it's a poor, for-profit prison, which is what we're stuck with, mm-hmm. they got to keep them full.
2: And it's scary because, you know, the ones that they, they don't really want to fill them up with real criminals because that's, like, work. Oh, that's that's, that's hard. It's way easier to fill them up with, like, nonviolent, you know, like cannabis especially and if not, you know, uh, low end, low hanging fruit kind of uh, thing, and but when it gets to the bigger crimes and the you know the higher the ones that actually make money, then they're all just protected. So it's you know it's a classic example. But right now we're in a crazy thing where these guys have empty prisons. They're looking to like salivating at you know the idea of recriminalizing stuff that's proven to be very good for the you know like the the crime rates they'll claim they go up and they go down. You know, it's like, well, even just
0: recently, didn't they come out with that saying about teenage drug use in, uh, or specifically teenage cannabis use in Colorado has gone down since legalization. Yeah. And it's gone down every single year. Um, it's,
2: but it's been reported that it's going up. Of course. Uh, you know, of course. Right? by the, by, by plenty of different. God goddamn stuff. fake news.
1: Fake
2: like, <laughs> Hell of fake news. For sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but no, it's,
2: it's, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, I. But it's the same thing that happened in Europe. It was always like that. Where, like Holland had the lowest amount of cannabis use of any country because it was illegal, and the kids thought it was boring and they didn't they really readily available. It. Not even cool. They were like, <laughs> whatever. Right. Like right. you know, I remember so many times people were like, "You really care about it?" I'm like, "Yes, that's why I'm here." You know, they're like, <laughs> so boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to me, to like to the to them, I'm I was just like. Simple-minded in their mind, like really, that's what you're here for. I was like, yes, the weed, of course. <laughs> I love weed. <laughs> and they're like,
0: yeah, silly American. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> silly American.
2: So um,
0: now it'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, well, and we never want to see this cat get put back in the bag. And I just can't imagine it. You know, having been on this side of it, it for so long, it, it will never completely. It, it can't. But but you know. Where's the pendulum at right now? We don't know. You know, where, Where's it swinging? Is it coming back in the middle? Is it
2: going back the other way? Who knows? Well, you know, it's, it's funny because when we read about Massachusetts, it sounds like, to me, that sounds like holy land compared to here because we don't it's have not, that social scene figured out. And that's, right. like, to me, the, the most undervalued part of it all, which is actually, like, especially from a medicinal point of view, Social use is medicinal in and of itself just because you've got social interaction and you're actually like people have a life, then you know what I mean? Compared right. to like sitting at your house, got your little smoke that you got at your shop, right? Sit in your indentation in your couch, that's and just get like your same old you, pipe, your Wesley pipes out, yeah, you know, yeah, what I mean? and then <laughs> you're just like and you, and you watch the same thing on Netflix or whatever it is. It's not really therapeutic, you know what I mean? At that point, no. like it's slightly therapeutic. But if you had like
0: everything it could be,
2: if you were out and about or just in a social environment and you were like, you'd smoke half as much and get twice the effect. You know what I mean? As far as like, oh, we've all done that.
0: Where you're sitting there and and you could like literally smoke enough to to kill a mammoth. And you're like, I'm not fucking high. And then you go out and you're with the right people and you take one or two rips and you're just blasted. Yeah. And it's just, it's so situational in that Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. And I think you bring up a really nice point, actually, Adam, in that you're missing out on on part of the therapy and part of the medicinal aspect because, you know, it's, it's that whole laughter is the best medicine kind of thing and mm-hmm. keep, keeping people socially plugged in. Like I can think of a number of people that are, you know, older folks that definitely are not comfortable about being out in society uh, and, and, and using cannabis and even knowing that, you know, they're in places where you can't be open about it. And so they can't socialize with cannabis at all. Yeah, it's it's like you said. It's their little pipe and their little routine and their little, you know, and they got their little fucking nineteen seventies grinder that has actual nails in it.
3: Yeah, and, no, uh, you
0: know.
3: that's pretty cool that Mass did that. That's gonna be a, a cool place to either visit or live at. I mean, that's that's, that's progressive. Some, that's some real big moves, yeah. Blue crab and weed,
2: man. So well, especially if they you know, if they allow it in restaurants. <laughs> I mean of course I don't want people to smoke necessarily at their table because I don't really want it to become like right. like I don't want to annoy other people, you know what I mean? I don't want right. to I don't want to be that guy. I'd love it if everybody didn't care, that'd be great. Like at the end of your dinner, you like a cigar. People are getting to smoke. Sure. We, that's great. But if they just said, hey, you know what? We have a courtyard over there. You guys want to go smoke over there? That'd be like, cool. I'd be like, perfect. Thank you. That's yeah, all I need. That's really all you need. need. Exactly. It's like, that's give us it. a little spot. Yeah. And then the same with regular smokers. They can go do the same. You know, if you can just literally go in their smoking section and make it smell better than it does. Right. Instead of like, you know, be the only guy in there that everyone's like, oh, wow, at least you smell properly instead of like nasty fucking. You know, like when I smell cigars, I'm always just like, really? We can, if they can do that... They can do that?
3: <laughs> I don't understand why we can't smoke weed. Stokes are the real deal, man. Those things smell...
2: Especially when you see them at like, a trade
3: show or something like that where it's just like, really? Like, oh. Come on. And on
2: top of that, the fucking vape pens are just nuts nowadays as far as like... People who have those mammoths, the massive ones.
3: The, yeah, the, exactly. Whatever that fucking it's like a, thing n- is.
2: It's literally like one of those old school batteries, like just oh, bawr,
3: man. blowing clouds to dude, <sighs> just ripping them. <laughs> it's so bad for you, too. That's what I'm saying. It's the, it's the glycol, just heavy. <laughs> it's horrible.
2: It's yeah, horrible. the propylene glycol amount, and I mean, it's like popcorn lung central right here. And the funny part is it's almost like a big gulp, like the p- same people. Same, same guy that would drive around with a big gulp or dude. the same people who would drive around with a gigantic, ridiculous fucking coconut-flavored or <laughs> pina colada or something like that. Be like, We'd be like, oh, my God, like, what is that? <laughs> Plowing massive clouds out the window, just like, holy shit. It is hilarious. I mean, it's 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 a crutch, you know. so you know people are just using it like that. It's got to be bad for you, though, just Oh, on, on that bad. level, yeah, absolutely, no doubt about it. But Cause I remember selling like blunts back in Amsterdam. I'd be selling blunts, and then occasionally I'd end up with like a case of the flavored ones. And in my whole shop, you know, I open it up in the morning. That's all I'd smell. all you, you know smell. I mean? And it was just like I was like, no way, we're not selling these anymore because I smell like every other fucking like crap shop that you walk into, which has fifty cases of flavored bullshit. You know what I mean? And now your people are concentrating them into into their Vape pens. Yeah. And to me, that's like, oh, it's just such a fucking wrong, unnecessary thing. And then, yeah. And unfortunately, it's like, no one's really paying attention. Everyone's just like gobbling that it's shit. It's okay. Then, it's not smoke. It's vaping. It's better than tobacco. And you're like, I don't yeah. know, dude. I think it might like, be worse. We have a <laughs> lot
0: less experience with it as a society than much I can tell you. We got a lot less
2: of a track record with all the vaping. We're not really sure yet. Yeah. It's just, it's weird because, I mean, it's funny I have a big pen here to even just like I don't use it but whatever I use it to pack my joint I was like <laughs> that's what it's useful for but in general uh, still doesn't have any even like they don't have any propylene glycol in theirs and it still works you know but it's like it, this was a fourth place pen in the, in the thing it was from a higher vision friend of mine and but it's like people just kind of like have this idea like they forgot that you're not supposed to adulterate it but just for convenience purposes, because right. it is quite hard to make some product that works. You know, what I mean that is like an extra processing step and or right. hard to do each time. Do you guys do anything? With any you guys do anything with hardware over? You know, selling hardware back no. there. Right? No, no, that's good. I think that's one of those pitfalls that a lot of people get into because technology is changing so fast. By the time you get it, it's already like like I, it's funny. My friend had the ones with the with the with the ball on them. You know, the old school ones, and he, <laughs> like someone he had 10 of them to sell and I was like man those are like antiques already like nobody uses those anymore you know what I mean because you have to like load those fucking and that was his was even like ceramics that was a little newer but still not um, new enough it's pretty funny how quickly those things change because they were the hot item about three years ago
0: oh man and that I mean I even just a couple years ago you you did used to be able to like roll around with one and nobody really knew what it was and it was kind of cool to be able to do that um now it's like shit. You could be smoking one with, with actual nicotine. Everybody just assumes it's uh, it's cannabis at this point. Um, and then you go into any prohibition state. Woo! They love them, boy. They love the
2: pens and perverts. Utah, states. man. Utah, Terrible. everywhere I went. Mean, it was funny too because when I when we we were all paranoid and then we get out at Starbucks or something like that a couple years ago, like two years ago, I think, on our way to Cali. And the first thing, like, we get out and there's a guy already just cranking down on one, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like so funny because I was like. Yeah, this is. That's the one time pens are good is when yep. you're in a place like that. You're like, all right, well, at least we know we can get away with it here. Yeah, you know, it's, it's gonna be like. It'll get
0: me to when I can actually smoke weed again. Exactly, it's that <laughs> crutch, that Utah crutch you need when you're traveling. Yep, yep. No, i You know, yeah, it's a crutch. It's really for me at least. It's all because I just it's it's it doesn't just doesn't have the effect that uh, that I prefer from full
2: flower. It's weird, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like under the threshold the whole time, so you're like, eh, "Not really, kind of high, kind of, kind of, sorta." <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Uh, David Harold, Mr. David Moore is here. So, might want to get him on here just for a minute. But, uh, yeah, let me just stick him in the corner over here. You get over here. You, yeah. Just get over here. Get in the corner right here. Now you're, you're front and center. Front and
1: center.
2: So, uh, how was your day, Mr. Mister Moore? It was a fantastic Hold day. Hold on, let's get your mic on. Let's get your mic on. Yeah, did you work on How is that next place? How'd it look? Awesome.
5: Yeah? Yep. It's got the drains, it's all set up, 8,000 uh-huh. square feet. Oh, it's good. Beautiful. beautiful. And the media offices for did you, you. Did you
2: take some uh, photos from them? Yes,
5: lots of photos. Okay, sir. good. Okay,
2: good. So, um, Let's, we were talking a little bit about. I gave him a kind of a lowdown on on your your vision uh, in a short, tiny little blip It was barely a blip. <laughs> so so we can we can, but but mostly just the fact that you are um, looking at it because oh we were, he was asking me about distillate actually in the beginning and that was when we when I said well maybe I'll have somebody on the show later who is completely from the opposite end of the spectrum because of the fact that one thing we all understand is that it might be pretty and it might sound great when you hear these numbers and 99 point whatever you know all it sounds exciting but the effect isn't really what you're thinking of and so you are um zoning in let's say on the the whole entourage effect as being your kind of like your focus of your of your pretty much your medicine right absolutely (laughs) yeah the science is coming back and showing us that
5: Basically, when you combine THC with the other cannabinoids via the entourage effect, that you get a 10 times more psychotropic effect from the THC. So one milligram of THC with the entourage effect is equivalent to a 10 milligram dose. So that's pretty cool. Also, when you that's in, huge, yeah, and also when you ingest THC, it converts into another chemical compound that is 10 times more psychotropic. So it's really like, it's this doubling effect. It's really wild. It's this synergistic effect that just blows people's minds. So I'll give someone who smokes occasionally one of my capsules, and they'll, they won't be able to get off the chair. <laughs> and one capsule is only like 25% plant matter, and the rest of it's like oils and powders. Right. So it's really wild. And the cost is what's so, what's so amazing about it. Oh. We can get it down to four, <laughs> a 400% noise? yield. So that's really the key, is the 400% yield. I
2: love when he says 400% yield because it's just like your brain shuts down. like You're like, 400% or what? It like, right. doesn't make sense. And I know my listeners are all like, 400%, what? This guy's full of shit. That's the first thing that people would say. But when you say 400%, it's because it's 25% plant material. The rest is other things that are added. So in a sense, it's bulk material. You're talking. You're not talking about effect 400% as right. much as like volume. All right. Okay, just so we clear because... Our, our listeners are very, very particular. N- particular. And the numbers, are, of course, are one of those things where it's like, wait a minute. He just said four hundred percent. My brain doesn't really comprehend that because sometimes we'll get results of um, that'll be one hundred and five percent or one hundred and ten percent. I'm like, wait, how does somebody not? How does, how does somebody hand you results of cannabinoid profiles when it's over a hundred percent? It doesn't really make sense. But it's because they just can't dial in. Right now, pretty much everybody's on a like slightly different you know, spectrometer if they're using one so it's like the different everything's not dialed in exactly the same. So things will add up to on over 100% sometimes and I've seen it where you're like all right, that just doesn't a doesn't make sense and makes me not believe anything that's coming off <laughs> yeah. this lab right now. But but when you say 400% like I said it's bulk and then um also a little bit cuz I again barely touched on anything but uh the reason that you're even here in this Cannabis world right now and focused on trying to like get it out to the masses is the fact that you became a I mean, you've always been a smoker, right? Like, that's never been an issue.
5: 16, yeah.
2: Yeah, so it wasn't like you never smoked weed, but you didn't think of it as a medicine until 10 years. How many years ago? What's your? So, about five years ago. Like, um, and so, yeah, so, more recently, but yeah. and in discovering it on your and, and The thing about cannabis is when you have a condition that you figure out that it actually works for, whether it be Crohn's. Or, or something like that where it's really, like, particular, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, okay, I feel better. That's pretty noticeable, and if you're suffering, as you had, like, you had a few conditions. So tell us, tell yeah. my listeners what, how you got to this spot. Yeah, so basically um,
5: I have uh, autism, and that basically dysregulates my immune system via, via my bad brain wiring. So I was destined to die in my 40s combined with a bunch of uh, childhood trauma. But basically when you add all this stuff up, basically the science is showing that our whole bodies basically collapsed and there's a cascading of organ failure and all this kind of stuff that happens with traumatic childhood and autism and all this kind of stuff. So basically I came down with celiac disease, which is an autoimmune disorder. And I went undiagnosed for like five years and turned into cancer of the stomach lining, which is a very unique cancer because it covers up the gut flora. The gut flora is the key to the whole microbiome, which is the gut brain access. And basically, if your gut flora is not working, you're not getting all the minerals, nutrients, and vitamins into your system. And then my, uh, my, my enamel, my teeth started going bad. Basically, I was about, my kidney went into kidney failure. I was about three months away from dying, and I started, had to figure out a way to uh, make this a medicine work. And I couldn't afford the uh, concentrates. And the concentrates were coming back with pesticides and heavy metals, and it was making things worse. So I had to figure out a way to make this effective and cost effective at the same time. So that's when I started experimenting, and I came up, found up in my research that the (laughs) Egyptian pharaohs used to have their shamans actually take cannabis and put it in a clay pot out in the desert in the middle of the summer and bury it. With, With oil? With coconut oil, yeah. And they would leave it out there. It would get super hot in the day, yeah, and yeah, super yeah. cold in night. And I just extrapolated that idea into my patent. And as a result, basically, we're going to be able to produce all kinds of product lines that are so inexpensive that everybody can afford it. So a bottle of 60 capsules will be $33. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Nice work.
2: Yeah, yeah That's and amazing. It, and it, and it's, um, it's replicable, which is good, too, because you're not making... So, like, for instance, every time we talk to somebody there because like, uh, we walked around a little bit at the at the show, and it 's like okay so what's your extract? you know it's like no there is no it's not an extract it 's a whole plant, you know what I mean so that right. makes it from a from a grower's point of view and from you know actually seeing like like cause sometimes it's crazy when you grow it, extract it, you know go through all of this work to create this beautiful plant, then take and extract it, and then come back out with this other small sliver mm-hmm. of what mm-hmm. it was and then take that and put it into product which you don't even notice it anymore. You've lost all the, the original profiles. Kind of lame, you know what I mean, in the long run, because it's like, you, you know, you, you you definitely are... It's almost like we even just when you're drying weed, it mm-hmm. feels weird because other things, you grow it and then you sell it as, boom, here it is. I grew a 10-pound, boom, put it on the scale. With weed, it's like... You already kind of get the defeated thing of growing all this mass and then drying it up. And then you're like, man, there's hardly any other things except for like tea that you do this with. Everything else is all fresh, and you kind of right. get the benefit of the, you know, wow, you get the yield. But in the end, it's like it's a struggle already. And then on top of that, you're extracting on the top 3%, let's say, or whatever. Right. It's kind of just disheartening. So it, it's is. Nice, it is nice to use everything if you can. And with the
5: hemp herb, it's FDA approved to be sold as a dietary supplement. Oh. Because it's not an extract. Right. So if I'm processing the whole herb, it's actually legally to be sold as a dietary supplement. So I can sell it at Whole Foods, Sprouts, Costco, Walmart. It doesn't matter.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic.
2: Yeah. And I, I think uh, the cool part is, is like kind of like a witch's brew where we know cannabis works when you do use it all, like when you use it as a whole plant. So, mm-hmm. like, definitely know it's going to work, which is awesome because kind of like vitamins too where you like if you take vitamins and they're not really whole they're not like a plant, uh, food based they're kind of like synthetic and mm-hmm. you're not really gonna it's not really gonna work you know what i mean it's gonna be one of those like it might work but maybe but then if you do to take them properly sure and use them at the right time and after about a month you're gonna see results when it's it's like so it's hard and with a lot of times with the cannabis products it's either works too good or it doesn't work at all you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're sleeping, and you're like, well, it definitely worked, but it didn't really <laughs> – I can not do anything. It wasn't very functional at that point. But I think you're also talking, like, 10 per or something, or 25, what was your, what was your milligram per capsule? Well, one
5: milligram of THC per capsule. Okay. So, I mean, easy to regulate that, I'd <laughs> hope. One yeah. more Yeah. And then the hemp ones, obviously, have negligible THC.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then, then also, I mean, the cool part, I mean, through your journey, you obviously change your diet, which is huge because that's kind of the basis of, of everything when it comes to health, you know? So.
5: Absolutely, man. So understand that because of my autism, I didn't sleep for 40 years. So until I started ingesting cannabis, I do eight capsules a day. Um, it saved me thousands of dollars a year because I no longer smoke. Um, not because I don't want to, just because it's more effective to ingest it for me. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, eight egg capsules a day, and it, it builds up. And so by the time it's 10 p.m., I'm sleeping like a baby, and I've never slept my whole life. So it's like a it's like a miraculous experience, and it's so invigorating and loving and exciting to be able to sleep and wake up and be happy. Like, it,
2: that's so never you, happened. When you say you don't sleep, do you literally mean you don't sleep, or are you just kind of like... Like I never hours. go into
5: rim. Yeah, I'm always rolling around. I work through all my sheets from yeah. rubbing them, and it's just really bad. Crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's and that's literally um, when you notice when people are sleeping properly, it's like they're like you know stuck to the thing. They can't move. Your body's like totally. Uh, you can see that you're you're using that time properly. Now everything's you know energizing oh. all that stuff. So if you're rolling around, then it's like yeah, I can imagine. Uh, in the long run it, it,
5: it, all that cortisol from the social anxiety uh-huh. no sleep, the stress, the anxiety all that kind of stuff just builds up and it comes out at night and I can't sleep and I'm like thinking my brain doesn't work right so I'm always, always thinking huh. but now that I ingest cannabis, all, we can save all these autistic kids from a, a lifetime of hell mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. just by getting them to ingest this stuff
2: right? yeah and that's the uh, I think the, the the spear kind of head is that the fact that okay back when it was legalization for in California it was pretty much the AIDS epidemic and the fucking people who were fighting for that that were the ones that put it together that made cannabis even be accepted because it was like oh well, these guys got AIDS they're dying let them have some weed you know and that was like the the spear that kind of broke it open then the conditions kind of became they got more conditions on the onto the onto the ballot and then it became you know pretty much the the spearhead that opened it all up. Now it's, like, Colorado, it's kids and all their conditions, you know what I mean? Because that's what makes everybody here, like, realize, like, well, shit, we've got 300 families here right now with kids and probably more that we don't even know about. But there's a good 300 right out of the gate that all moved here to take care of their kids. And they're going to keep coming if they don't open up in their own states. But, you know, they are opening up and a lot of them can go back. But for the most part, that's, like, can't argue, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, we're going to do Argue but like, these kids don't deserve Yeah, nothing. right, right <laughs> You, know yeah. you argue with that, you can't. And, and in general, I think it's, um, you know, you're like one senator away from them having the same thing with their kid, you know what I mean? Or one, right. you know, one uh, politician or one person in command that can actually go like, holy shit, this really does work. You know what I mean? And that's, and that, and that's happening daily, you know what yeah. I mean? Because the numbers, everything's kind of getting into that watershed moment where everyone's going to be like, wait a minute, one in three kids have autism now. You know what I mean? The numbers are getting kind of crazy where they are getting to the like one in definitely at one in 10 and more than that now. And it used to be one in 10,000. So it's like that's pretty quickly moving to the point where it'll be like one in two, one in three. So they'll almost, you know. So if they ingest, if, like you said, the vegetarian diet is such a big
5: deal because the bad bacteria from the rotten flesh or from the meat takes over the microbiome. And basically feeds that bad bacteria to all of your organs, including your brain, your central nervous system. So if you're sick, you have to go vegetarian. And then if you ingest bioavailable cannabis on top of that, you can reduce recovery time by half on all diseases, basically. Because mm-hmm. all disease starts in the gut. It starts in the gut from the inflammation, inflammatory response from the bad bacteria from the meat, period. Right. So when you add dairy and sugar and corn syrup and all these toxins, they destroy your whole system. Mm-hmm. You must reset your system by going vegetarian and then ingesting
2: bioavailable cannabis. Must. I like the word must. 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 You must. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it definitely is a. It's a good idea to fast anyway once in a while and like go for a couple of days and just kind of like get your system reset. Just because it only takes three days of fasting, which is not even a long time, and it's like a lot of people don't realize that they have you know 3 meals a day and I've always been like, man, well, one good meal a day, I'm actually pretty good with that cuz I can like, you know T- as long as I time it right, and then usually a complete snack attack around 1 o'clock in the morning. I'll be like, all right, one meal, and then one just complete, blah, 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 ah, cereal, and then, like, ah, just like, oh, what else can I have now? You know, like, peanut butter and jelly and a cereal and of this and of that, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever I can do. And it's always at 1 o'clock. It's weird. Oh, I yeah. literally, like, be like ding, I'll ding, look ding. at the clock and be like, oh, it's 1 or it's like 12.58. You know, it's like two minutes early today, but, no, in general, it's a noticeable. Button. But, in, but. I think it's better for the system because you, know, you kind of get everything
3: burnt up right.
2: so, sure. so through all this so through all this self-education um, you also like you were saying before we're to, I think we were talking about the whole uh, uh, Kratom thing too so that you was Kratom yeah, yeah man
5: so I got a lot of friends and family that are heroin addicts um, and I've been trying to get them off the of drugs by just by using marijuana um, and dabs <laughs> and dabs really help a lot during that first week of recovery but they need to stay on Dabs for at least nine months because the depression caused from heroin addiction lasts for at least nine months because those endorphins are burnt, the endorphin receptors are totally yeah, burnt. Yeah, torf- <laughs> totally burnt. Tor- so you got to dab, dab, dab. But the <laughs> but the withdrawals, the man, I mean? the withdrawals are only going to be cured by kratom, man. It's the only way. There's no one can handle the withdrawals. I don't know anybody who can handle it. It's worse than it's worse than anything. It's just such a bad experience. So I didn't know what to do to help anyone to get off. So I would get them on methadone, and that's worse
2: than the fu- and the heroin. Yeah, methadone is just like a, uh, another another. You're just basically taking one evil. Yeah, thing with and, a blocker. Yeah, and it's going heroin with a blocker. Right. right. Great. So so thanks. thanks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. E- exactly. So you're kind of like great now. Get no- don't get the good reward, but still have <laughs> yeah. to go through all the same bullshit. Uh, you know? Your body doesn't like leave the the spectrum of having being poisoned. You know what I mean? So you're still in that and and uh, I've always been an advocate of a kind of a dab rehab kind of mentality, <laughs> just because I knew that that would always work. I could always totally. see, just because also the dab rehab. It's also the I'm idea. There, it's also the idea that you know literally the same terminology it's like you got a rig you know what i mean and she got fucking little bindles of fucking stuff <laughs> <laughs> and that's what people love i mean, they get into that little it's into the that. routine yeah no no it's the routine it's and, a, and and for part. a lot of them that that is like you know if they didn't have that part and then the destructive part is the is the actual drug and then on top of that it's the social scene that they're dealing with and the people that they're you know all of a sudden they're fucking you know stealing shit and being just because of the just because of the the need and the availability and what's the people that you're dealing with, you know what I mean. So, and then weed is, I mean, people have plenty of people use it as a crutch, and you see that, you know, what I mean, you see people who are like probably shouldn't smoke so much weed because they're just wasting their time. But is that your whose whose car is that? It's not mine. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I care. You sitting on it? Was that you, you sitting on your lawn? Wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, that would be dumb. No. Uh, but not in general. Uh, you know, there's always people that are going to use it, you know, too much, and maybe, and then, and usually, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I'll be sometimes amazed. So I'll, like I smoke a lot of weed, and then I'll hang out with somebody who smokes way more than me, and I'll be like, almost like I know that they don't even, <coughs> I, I, I don't need it. They definitely don't need it. You know what I mean? But they just, just at that moment, <laughs> and uh, no, I think with with uh, anybody coming off of any kind of hard drugs. It's a much softer landing for sure, oh, and then they might even, you know, they get other benefits that they don't realize because it's like first it's the, the action that's obvious, and then you get that like oh stimulated appetite which is probably. You know, never a bad thing, and uh, yeah. probably hasn't happened to them in years. And they'd be right. like, What is, what is this? Like, They've been living mm. on ice cream <laughs> and sugar candies. Yeah. Or in Holland, it was always um, this stuff called vla, which was like pudding, and it <laughs> came in a came in a fucking like milk thing, oh, and gross. they would just junkies would be on the side of the road just squeezing that because that's all they could do because they couldn't chew because their teeth were all oh, fucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you knew that you were like, oh, that's he limited looks, down. They'd be stealing it all the time. They'd be like junkies stealing blah, blah. again yeah, yeah. it'd just be like this chocolate or vanilla pudding in a oh. giant blah you know I mean? <laughs> so you know you were at a bad level if that was your fucking diet consisted of that pretty right, much.
5: for sure the malnutrition is a huge part of the recovery I mean it's it's a big deal they don't realize that they haven't they've been killing their bodies right. until but, they get off of it
2: but it's, it's interesting too because I when I I mean now I'm going on 10 months right of alcohol and I used to notice that I would just drink six beers instead of doing, you know. And now I'm like spending all my money on food. As I thought I was <laughs> going to, this, I go to the fucking nature grocers and I just like spend. Like, it doesn't matter if I go there for like kitchen towels, I spend a hundred bucks. I'm oh, like, yeah. just like, oh, I need this and that and those and this because I don't have anything else to do at night because I'm just doing dabs or smoking weed. And pretty much now I'm really hungry, so now I'm all of a sudden like, oh, like you know, again those late night <laughs> snacks. They, those are what go. But I'm pretty much buying food. Massive amounts, and it's mostly going through my kid, which is amazing because I'm like, "Hey, that kid eats a lot of food for a little, for just a tiny little guy." I'm just like feeding him all the yeah. quality. Give him enough. ten more years. Oh yeah, and, and you're, then. You're uh, <laughs> oh yeah, well 10 years will be hell Because he'll be 16 at that point so, uh, He'll be wanting to use the car And he'll be like, no, come on, you're not We chase him tail <laughs> Oh yeah. should already have a harem by that point I, I already know He's going to be making moves earlier than that <laughs> well, But um, Anyway so <laughs> and, I and I digress And I digress So the um, so you, the reason that you're in Colorado is that you were thinking about doing some of this, obviously using this as a sort of beta beta test zone for your products. Yeah, well, obviously Denver is the epicenter of cannabis, and they, you
5: know they're the pathfinders, um, and everybody's here. So
2: California would definitely have something to say about that. I'm yeah, sure. I but know. but but in general, the right? Legal now, pathfinders. There you go. That's <laughs> that's a good it's a there good go. good recovery because it, it is it is one of those things where again like we're saying like you know we are in a sense at that kind of the moment where none of us really have well none of us have been because as it's just new every day is a new sort of frontier when it comes to even in holland they never had it this long legal considered legal and, and yet still not figured out and we know it's not even close to where it needs to be so and i think part of it is like like it's good that massachusetts we were just reading about that they're going to let it be in restaurants and you know movie theaters and they're like going to open it up a lot more than here which is going to make Denver be like wait a minute what the hell are we thinking we want movie theaters because that's I mean, you know I mean come on how hard is it to see the well can I
5: bring p- up a controversial topic here they're, yes. they're doing those smoking things in uh, Las Vegas right they're just starting to do new smoking lounges I guess they just passed it yesterday or a couple did of they years. did they finally pass I it? think so they were Someone told me about it. Anyways, the point is, is that what do you think tourists are going to do when they first try this killer marijuana and then drink? Killer.
2: Yeah. Well, they can't in the same place, right? Because it's not going to allow. So, I mean, hopefully, I mean that's well, yeah, the But thing, they'll go one door down. I mean, it is Vegas. It ain't going to matter. <laughs> I'm <mean, laughs> just
5: saying these first timers are going to puking puking
2: all over the place. Well, the key I is, I know the key is that if they come into when they your drink and smoke, they're going to puke. If they come into your establishment all drunk, then you just have to train your bars. Yeah, you have to train certainly. your staff to know that when. You can smell when you can smell the alcohol coming off of them, and they're yeah, being yeah. a douche to you. Then you just don't serve them. You'd be like, you know what? Sorry, sir. We have the right to refuse right. your fucking. Because asshole. you are right, they will pre you call over the place if they come in like that. Well, especially all if up. it's that way. Yeah, it'll if you, happen. Yeah. But if you have them into your place first and they haven't drank a lot of alcohol, and then you get them really high, and they go off, they're gonna be fine.
4: So it's just really like right. the
2: timing is all about. It's like literally, if you do the other way around, though, if you're like got a little good buzz going on, and then you go in and you're like, "Well, what's this dab thing? I've never tried," <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like, oh. Zip, zip, zip. You get. You know, it will be like the first cannabis well, cup all over again. Well, with you the get your bell chairs. rung. Right. (laughs) That's what I'm scared of
5: I'm scared it's gonna be Some kind of stigma You get your bell rung Because of these idiots
2: (laughs) You know the thing is Uh, um,
5: We've been dealing with that For a while
2: For sure Okay like It's not like we've never seen Anybody super drunk on alcohol Fall You know Falling on their face (laughs) And We still You know not me personally but we still drink as a society we still, but we all see <laughs> yep, the results yep. of everything so it's kind of like seen the back end of it and you know cannabis is like it's new to some people and those people will be shocked when they see somebody go down cuz they basically have not eaten good kind of drunk and they took her their dad. That's, that's, that's going right. to happen. It's going to happen all the time. And it happened at the cup here so bad one so year. So bad. The first year was here, and that's yeah. what I was referencing. It was yeah. so, I mean, I mean so dropping bad. like flies. Because it, like, it was hot. It was hot. Literally.
0: And fucking paramedics all over the place. Yeah, and it, was like, yeah. it was hot. Oh, they had the, the, and they had chairs behind them. I was like, man, it's this, probably a bad idea if they have crash chairs and that's what they were calling him yeah hey here's your here's your glass of water in the crash chairs behind you in case you, in case you get a little lightheaded. <laughs> yeah, no it was a rough one
2: and the same thing happened at chalice too chalice had the same because it was so hot just, people were just because it was in july it's like the ju- first of july in you know fucking or the 10th or the first week in july yeah in the desert in california you know that shit's gonna be hot right so oh, yeah so people were literally falling out left and right and, yeah. So it's all about being... And here it's a lot because we have altitude. So people like to land. Come altitude. You add the altitude One on beer. top.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Get a good, strong brew, you know, and
2: then over, yeah. yeah. Dude, love it. You know, but we've seen it. And the thing is, I mean, I've been smoking for t- 30 years or whatever and 40, 35 years, something like that. And then I've gone down twice, and I've I know them both. I know two times I went down, and both times it was... Uh, One was, like, that kind of combo where it was just not eating and all that, but it was mostly temperature-orientated, and it was because I would change temperature in, like, a real short amount of time and get, like, that kind of woozy thing, and I had it once where I was in my house doing a bong hit, and I'm sitting in a house in Amsterdam, and the problem is those places are really badly insulated, so they have, like, one heater in the corner, so all the heat kind of goes up and hits the top. And kind of the state, and you stay down here and you're all cold. You're like, fuck, it's the cold in this place. So like I literally like did a bong hit, stood up at the exact same time as I was like doing the like did a total Mexican standoff. And then and then tried to walk to the kitchen and was just like everything just went and I was like on the ground and my friend Mo and his girlfriend were like looking over at me. And I kind of woke up and they were like, Dude, you went down, you know what I mean? I was like, Whoa, it's never happened before. I mean, that was the first time and then the second time um was similar but it wasn't like wasn't like so dramatic on the temperature thing but it was definitely like change it was going inside and outside and fucking same sort of deal but I was like just worn out oh and then again, I guess I should probably count the time that I was driving 65 miles an hour and I fell asleep at the fucking driving and I wasn't really high but it wasn't from a bong hit but it was <laughs> it was like that was the other other time I've ever passed out but probably the least <laughs> recommended of the three definitely the tube doing the bong hit way better like do a bump mm. get pass out. You're like, that was kind of cool. That wasn't so bad. That wasn't the worst thing in the world, but driving and doing it, that was that was one of those <laughs> ones where it was like, yeah, not not good. But
3: that'll be legit if Vegas has those lounges by this spring. Well, I don't know they need to. That's the problem. So they're selling it recreation. There's no place to smoke. It. Yeah, they yeah, smoking just... on the streets.
2: Yeah, no. The, the, it's the most ironic thing about Denver and Colorado in general that they haven't figured that part of the puzzle. Whereas in Amsterdam, it was the so you got. 400 places selling weed and you're not allowed to get it from anywhere so it's all illegal so that didn't make sense either so there was like a part of the circle that didn't make sense here it was like you could buy it you could grow it you could sell it you could dip, dip. you can't smoke it anywhere, okay. okay. so that kind of didn't complete it. the thing is that in Vegas it's over if they really take to it smart because why would anybody come here and smoke right. if they could go there? The only thing they want to do is go skiing here, and that'd be the only thing mm-hmm. that'll keep people coming because yeah. the rest of it is there's like absolutely no fucking reason to come here. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> unfortunate, but that's the kind of like they're not really playing their cards right if they don't think that, like, it's not like have, they have
0: not taken advantage of the cannabis tourism aspect of it. They really haven't. I mean, it's obviously been here and then there's, there's businesses surrounding it and stuff, but as far as the state really embracing it, no, not at all. Haven't. No,
2: not, to the point of like, To the tune of hundreds of millions a year. Yeah, literally. Because what I always tell everybody is, like, if you take $20 worth of cannabis and you buy it, right, to get to that cannabis as a tourist, you had to buy a ticket first of all to get here, right? So you you paid airport tax and all that already. So let's get that, you know, take some of that right out of the chunk because just to get here you had to pay something. Then you had to stay in a hotel. Then so you use more tax. You get your city tax and all that coming up there. Then you had to go to a restaurant. Then you had to go get that weed. Then you had nowhere to smoke the weed, so you had to go fucking sit in your car and break the law or go fucking... Go to some park and go break to, the law. Go to the park, break the law. Go to, so basically you've now come here, spent money, but you had to break the law, so there's a chance you can get in trouble. probably won't, but at the end of the day, then you still managed to go buy another 20 sack at some point at a different shop. But to get to that one, you still had to take an Uber and do this. So you just keep adding all those fucking things up. It's like to buy 40 bucks worth of weed, you had to spend, like, thousands of dollars. And it's, like, so the numbers are actually way more in their favor than they are in the weed people's favor. Plus, those people had to pay a shitload of tax on the weed, too. So, right, they got, right. so they're getting money on the weed and the tourists. They get money on everything except that because they are trying to pretend like they're not in bed with the people who are making all the money. Because right now, they're, right. they are breaking the law just as much as we are if they're going to get all... Bitchy about it. You're like, you're actually a partner with me now. like We're giving you money, that means we're in bed together as a business. And so, if the feds come in and sort of say something to me, they have to say something to you you're too, right? I mean, it's like, come on. So, I kind of feel like we're in the we're, we're in agreement about that. As far as they want all the money, but they don't want to give us free space, and that's the weirdest thing. So, I think it's going to happen. So then Vegas is going because Vegas was actually waiting for us, and we just suck. So yeah. we can't even go like we can't even get that together. Yeah, there's the one there's literally
0: one just the other day yep. that uh, was applied for but you can I think what is it? Uh, consume edibles and, and vape.
5: vape.
2: Yeah. I can do that anywhere. Yeah. Where I'm, can you not consume edibles? <laughs> oh, I <I'm
3: not laughs> exactly. You yeah, have a license to go consume edibles. Oh, yeah, oh <laughs> you can go
2: Oh, you can get coffee there too. Don't forget, it, guys. You can get coffee there. Yeah, so what is I, the, I can, can get coffee
0: anywhere and I can eat edibles wherever I feel like. I'm not paying you $5 can, to get the door.
2: Exactly. You got to pay $5 to eat oh, yeah, an edible there. and then it's still not going to work until you get home, anyway. Right. So, I mean, yeah. What am I going to sit there for two hours? I mean. there, there's no. <laughs> and then the vape part, okay. C- technically, that means we could do dabs. So, mm-hmm. vaping is dabbing. It's all the same thing. So there's no flames. As long as there's no flame, we're we're, right. we're sublimating, right? Here, sublimation. It's the same thing as vaping. So theoretically, that'd be the only cool part about it is we could have a nice vape bar, or vape slash dad bar,
0: but they probably wouldn't want it. They probably just want this nice little
2: pen. They wouldn't want the rig. Like, oh, I well, but they they that. can't really argue if you say, "Well, fuck you." I mean, it's I like it's, I'm staying within that pens. No, I think they
5: specifically say vape pens and edibles.
2: Oh there my you go god. Oh my there you god! god. Uh, there like go. I can't stand anywhere and do that. I mean, I could go in front of the. F- you could go stand in front of the fucking t- city hall, <laughs> and just sitting
0: right in front of the coffee shop, and smoke my vape but eat my yeah, So that doesn't mean shit. You know what I mean? Right. No, I,
2: I, exactly. I um, saw the same thing. I was like, I, was like I, I like, I commented on that thing when I saw it. I was just like, that doesn't make any sense. That's it's not either. even halfway there.
5: No. <laughs> How many people have been fined for smoking in their hotel rooms? Like, oh, I've been fined several times. Hotel rooms,
2: I would never know the numbers, but actual yeah, fines no. of like people getting arrested, I think it was like... <laughs> Four hundred or something like that last year. Yeah, three thirty-seven or something like this. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, Quite yeah a lot. decent amount. A decent amount. It's more than all ever. In, more than uh, ever. Parks and Sixteenth Street Mall and you know. And it and used on, to be so. like a hundred and forty, and now it's gone up like to three hundred and something. But that's just because they're enforcing it more. It's not because there's more of it. It's and like, the hotels will charge you a cleaning fee too. Oh yeah. Right? Well, unless yeah, well, I mean, it was a cleaning fee. <laughs> I've oh. seen a few of those. Yeah, seen a few of those. Well, those are like those are like like <laughs> for smoking. <laughs> Some places will. I mean, it's weird too because. There's places that are like so on it that oh, they're I've, waiting for it. You get fine. You haven't even smoked there yet. Yeah. You're like, dude, I just have weed in my bag. It's I, like, dude, I, no, I, I've, I've, I've And they're, like, and I they're going like, no, it's, you nope, can smoke. Nope. And it's like, no, I'm like, no. Nope. I haven't even gotten in the room yet. You know what I mean? Nope. It's like, come on. It's like they're, they're, they're sometimes ridiculous. I have definitely been accused via the loudness
0: of the weed before oh, I even boy. smoked any of it. <laughs> wow. Uh, what happens? And I swear, they're just, they're waiting for it. They're waiting So, for so they're talking
2: by the spring of 2018, Vegas will have, may have, marijuana lounges. But, you know, that means they will, for no, they're sure. Have it, yeah. And, uh, again, that's, like, the obvious smart movement. It was already, like, before, because the problem with, as you know, in Vegas is that it's all tobacco and, uh, and liquor boards and people that are, like, you know, they're in control of everything. And it's, like... It is, isn't it so the transportation through them? It
5: has to be done through the liquor distributors. Listen,
2: that's like and nuts. And so you got to
5: hire a liquor distributor to transport your weed from one room to the next room in the same building. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like Vegas. <laughs> that's like union.
2: That's like <laughs>
3: that is some union shit. Dude. That, that's that is union. some union shit. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm not out here for my health over here, you know? And you're like, whoa, hey, give Vinny some money over there. He just moved it from eight feet. That was the first time I ever had a deal with Union was going to Vegas and doing a weed show, doing for Champs. And, like, like, at the edge of the place, and I was, like, walking, and the guy's like, yo, yo, yo. I'm like, what? He goes, you can't see your feet. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, if you can't see your feet... You gotta make us carry it, and I'm like, I can see my feet, and he's like, No, you can't, because you know, I was like, holding this shit, and I was already like halfway across the floor, and I was like, Fuck you, man! I just walked on. It turned into a big deal, and of course, yeah. in the end, uh, some guineas showed two, up. And- totally, And we didn't pay a dime. We went you in. We went, no, I said, nice. Fuck you! I, I, I stood my ground. I was like, We're carrying it. We don't care. And in Chicago, they, they would have beat the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Ooh. nuts, though. I mean, I just really, I didn't realize it until this is like in 2009. And uh, yeah, actually, no, was, you know what it was? In Los Angeles. It wasn't. It was in Los Angeles at their civic, at their main thing, yeah, and it was yeah. just. But it was all union guys, and I didn't get the whole. I didn't understand the concept because I was just coming back from Europe. Like what union? <laughs> union? Uh, what is two hundred dollars? You, you got to pay them to go like this?
3: Plug in a plug. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate that. And <laughs> kind of extra 200 for one to watch him do it, too, dude. <laughs> right, I <Right. Exactly. laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't forget about that.
0: Always got to have, it takes two to tango, so you got to pay them both. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's a, that is the, uh, the unf- and then the worst part about those things is that, you know, once you've done it, like, you realize when you do them in those humongous places that it's like, you know, A, you can't smoke there, obviously, um, but also it's like, as professional as it is, I much I li- much rather have one at a hotel where you got you know a cool place. They rent out every room like old school style. You got your little fucking suites all set up. No, to yeah, me yeah. those are the best shows because you know you you kind of like wasn't the same walking up and down. Right, Intimacy. You know, and you know, man. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I think people will appreciate the Stanley Hotel would be a cool one to do in it. Oh, do a shit. whole show at you know just because then everyone would be curious to go okay. there just because they'd want to. Was it two two thirty seven? Was it two thirty seven?
0: I think so. That sounds right. Yeah. The Cowboy Room, right? I want room 237. I've got
2: to have it. <laughs> <laughs> but they do some cool shit up there.
0: Yeah, actually, Leftover Salmon's is doing a, uh, a three-day run up there in March. Um, it's only like, I think, 800 people or something right there in their ballroom. Um, it's supposed to be pretty badass, yeah. That would be pretty nuts, I I've, would think. Uh, I have tickets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? You're yeah, going to yeah. be there? Yeah, well, we'll see if I actually I get so much shit going on. It's one of those things, like, if you don't get them right away, you're definitely not going. Right. So. And when
2: is that? It's like March, huh. sorry,
0: right around Spain, was actually, I think, so, huh. I don't know,
2: we'll see. Yeah, we'll I think see. that'd be a great place to do sh- something like that, you know, something oh, cool, yeah. memorable, and yeah. then, you know, like I said, if it's 800 people, that's actually a great show, because yeah. you, you actually could probably talk to most of them, or at least, you know, the mm-hmm. ones that you wanted to talk to, whereas uh, when we were in that yeah. Vegas show, it was ridiculous. I mean, how many, like, like, so many people were there that I know I didn't get to see, and, like, actually... Like 15,000
5: people or something? Yeah. I yeah. figured what it was.
2: And you just saw how we got, like, 100 feet down. and I maybe made it 100 feet on each aisle, and I just feel like, oh. <laughs> Struggle then, back uh, to the biz. Uh, 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 you know, because it's just like it's, it is. And everybody's just, like, saying, this, oh, my God. Same thing. Oh, it's big. You know, I was like, I can only say that enough times. You know, we're like, yes, it's big. Yes, everyone sucks. And they're all going to be gone next year. So it's pretty much the same thing. Everybody has the same thing. Well, the worst part is the educational seminars.
5: No one's getting paid to go teach, and they all have to have a booth to be able to teach a seminar. So they're up there with their own business interests, hiding and shielding and lying and doing all kinds of stuff during their educational seminar, and therefore the message isn't clear and concise or even true. So it's a really big problem,
2: you know? I mean, basically... Well, there's a lot of infomercials going on there, for sure. a lot of that, like, you know, you're like, oh, really? Okay, so... And That'll people be- need practical workshop
5: advice. People are seeking real advice. Like, please, I need help to understand what to do. Right. And no one is being given that advice. They're like, go pay a lawyer 150 dollars
1: <laughs> I mean, Mary
5: Jane got up and talked for 45 minutes to the CEO of Mary Jane, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she said that she spends most of her money on lawyers. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's talking about millions of dollars a year on lawyer fees. And that, that's being transferred to the customer. Of course it is. This is outrageous. These lawyers all need to be
2: taken down. Well, that's like, I mean, I'm still from the, like, when I hear the word lawyer, when I hear the word permit, <laughs> when I hear those words, I'm like, oh, shit. God, I don't even <laughs> want to think about it because it's like the last thing I want to do is pay a fucking lawyer anything ever, um, if possible. But the reality is, at a certain point, yeah, you do have to bite bullet and fucking lawyer mm-hmm. up and just make sure, I mean, Especially with the, the F. That's how we met. That's how we met first. Is basically you coming up <laughs> to me and me going, "Oh, sh-. not even saying about lawyers, but just like, yeah, watch out! You're about to get, you're about to get fucking. You're Cruise. like chum. You're like chum cruising around, and there's <laughs> a bunch of sharks out there, and they're just fucking. I'm gonna tear you up." And sure enough, that's kind of what, what sort yeah. of seemed to happen. Four years of hell. Yeah, and yeah. and as you know, it's like the, uh, the the good part about this industry too is I think in a way if you don't like if you if you don't have some sort of uh, resistance to like failure. Cause I mean, that's one of the things that has, doesn't matter how good your idea is. doesn't matter how fucking on point you are. Like takes, took me and it's funny cause the next year is my 25th anniversary as far as TH seeds and, um, hood and lamb. Right. So those are like 93. It's so when we started and me and my partner were like kind of thinking like, like everything, like, you know, Oh, five years from now, it'll be legal. Probably, you know, the, we had, you know, obviously, obviously, over anticipating, you know, <laughs> but but now we are twenty five years later. Everything we ever thought plus more is happening, so it's kind of like whoa, this shit's really getting to the point where it's becoming you know a real thing. But it took literally twenty plus years for the ideas that we had then to kind of catch up to being actual things. And in a scary way, it's kind of like you know, almost like when you think when you wish something and then it happens, and you're like, oh man, now it's kind of like weird because that was a fantasy. <laughs> like this, is, this is something that should never really happen, but it's actually happening. And we're at that phase now, so it's kind of like like, like, how, like seeing marijuana lounges in spring in Las Vegas. That To me, that headline is already nuts because that's my, been you know my prediction from the beginning of like, man, if America could, like the first time I ever went to Vegas after living in Amsterdam for 20 years, because I never went there as a kid, I went there later, was like in 2010 or nine or something like that. And I was like, Man, if they just had weed here, this would Let's this be. whole town <laughs> would be great. But it's because of that fucking it was still like we could only stay at the Rio or we could only stay at the fucking what other shitty hotel they used to do the fucking champs at. That was like uh, <laughs> it was like they knocked it down or whatever whatever that one was. Yeah. But uh it was like, you know, the we were still definitely on the, the bottom end of the rung. Now all of a sudden it's top, you know what I mean? Now it's becoming like the biggest tax contributor like in Colorado for sure you know what i mean like there's no doubt about it like some some towns like for sure it's the dispensary putting in or maybe the king super or fucking those kind of things but besides that it would be the dispensary that probably gives the biggest tax to the, for sure. like like in Windsor like where Derek had his place he was the Second biggest contributor behind fucking Safeway or something, you know. So I was like, and that was a tiny little town. But I don't think the
5: casinos are really back
2: in this marijuana thing. They hate, No, that's the crazy part is they haven't. They haven't people figured. People drink it out. less and gamble less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh, I know. Well, they, perfect. They have to come up with. Well, that's. A, and it, well, the thing is though, is people are more willing to do a lot of other things though that they wouldn't. That those people who spend money on on just gambling and and, and the thing is to for those gamblers. It's a it's a constant ebb and flow too where they have to pay they have to pay them to do it whereas weed guys we won't expect as much we're not going to go up there thinking we're getting free drinks all night because we're not because we don't care anymore so we don't first of all don't first worry stone, so just think about how much free alcohol they give out every year and just start putting that money towards like oh yeah well so. They don't drink as much at your bar, but if you gave them their own area where they could smoke and gave them other cool shit to do, they'd probably go for that. All of a sudden, they'd be like, hey, finally, something that's not alcoholic that's really good. You know what I mean? And then you have all that untapped sucking resources, which it's not like they can't come up with some cool things. You know what I mean? Sucking Vegas. You can have like I what mean, Steve Wynn's doing with his. I um, mean, literally have a fucking like ridiculous Sunday bar that goes on for like two miles. You know what I mean? They'd be like, dude, if you been to the two mile Sunday bar, and, oh. and you're down there, like ah, like putting that on a scale at the end and being like, frog, I just spent a week's wages <laughs> on a Sunday. You know, because they're just totally high. You know what I mean? They're missing out on all that possibilities so, and you know, other things that are actually maybe don't uh, necessarily have to be alcohol. Tobacco or fucking, you know. Tomato. It's just casinos rule Vegas. They rule. Oh, I know. I know. But I they can still have those people. The thing is, they wouldn't hurt anything by bringing in wheat, right. because weed, weed people don't necessarily. It's not like they. Our biggest problem is that we want to have a beer in one hand and a joint in the other. And yes. that never happens. That's the problem. That is the hardest. That's not going to happen in Vegas yet either. No. Vegas is going to be. You go over here and smoke your weed, and you guys go over there and drink your beers, and if it's in the same facility, you're going to have to put your beer down to go Walk smoke a joint, there. and then come back, and then you're going to be roofied, and then you're going to fucking be, <laughs> or your shit's going to be gone, or you're going to have to chug your beer before you go in. The, it's it's kind of like what Amsterdam's turned into also. It used to be totally cool, and you could go to the milk veg, and you could have a beer, watch a band, smoke a joint, and be like, this is so cool. And then all of a sudden around... 2003 or 4, they started with the Indoor Clean Air Act over there, so they came around and they said, it was really weird, for, for about 2 or 3 months they didn't they actually read the law the way it was written and after that they kind of like it, rewrote it to make it, even to get cannabis out but for a little while there it was tobacco you can't smoke tobacco inside, so everyone was like okay cool, I can smoke weed, right? Yep I was like, this is fucking awesome, dude. We can smoke weed. They can't. They have to all go outside with their mixed joints. And they were running around (laughs) checking people's joints while they were rolling them, making sure they weren't putting tobacco in it. And then it just turned into a shit show. And then they were like, you know what? Now nobody's respecting the rules. Everyone's rolling fucking tobacco joints. So we're going to fucking make it so you can't smoke any joints. And I was like, god damn it. They fucked my shit up. Because for a little while, I was like, oh, my god, dude. We are like the only ones in the club half the time because everyone's outside smoking cigarettes and we'd be like this is awesome bro it's sweet. and everybody knew that we smoked pure because we were american guys that were living there so like all the guys who worked there were like oh yeah adam's cool he smokes pure and then at one point they were like hey you can't smoke and i was like what and they're like yeah new rules you know and i was just like it's like my friend telling me i can't smoke in the fucking club that i've been smoking for the last 15 18 years and i was like what what do you mean He's like yeah. they were changed. I was like, No. So now we have to go upstairs into the little smoking box with everybody and be like, <laughs> Well you know? And then you got you can't bring your drinks up to Wah. that area. You have to fuck it's uh it's just like being a kid like all of a sudden you felt like you are eight years old. You're like, So really? I can't and that and that to me is like the most simple thing. It's like if you can just find a place that's gonna allow you to have a joint and a beer. Forget hard alcohol, just a beer. Just beer. Just, just a beer.
0: Just, <laughs> just fucking beer.
2: Because once you get the hard alcohol mixed into it, then you get the crazy coke head aggro weed guys. That is not even fun yeah, anymore. No, no good anymore. No fun. No, we've gone Vegas full, we've is gone full, too far. full of those guys. So you're
5: saying Vegas needs to diversify their portfolio of yes. guests.
2: Oh, that too. Would
5: oh, yeah, <laughs> that would help. <laughs> I mean,
2: because the thing is the weed people go there anyway, and, and it's starting <coughs> to become normal in You know,
5: drinkers lose their inhibitions and lose all their money too. That's what's so great about drinkers.
2: Weed people lose wallets, dude. So, there's, there's, so we lose all our money. We lose all of our money at once in just one just one we don't, even, we don't even have to like waste time on a fucking machine. You just here, you go. Whoops, take lost it. it, take it. Yeah, yeah, we're not. Yeah. And we miss flights, and we stay longer than ever, and we know all those things. It's like there's, fees. there's a lot of bonus points with stoners, because and we never complain. That's the thing. We heart like. Alcohol, people complain, pass out, messy. It's just like, there's a whole lot. Violence. You know, they forget what they did the night before. They abuse your staff. You know what I mean? That kind of shit is way tiring after a while, but... Weed people are, like, way courteous. They're fucking over-courteous. You know, they're like... they do me with that room cleaning fee. Exactly. They're nervous. (laughs) We always tip. We always tip. I always leave either five or ten bucks every time for my cleaning lady because I don't want them to come in and go, hey, it smelled a little like weed, and then you're busted. So you have to, like, make them happy. Give them at least ten bucks. And if they see ten bucks, they're not... I don't give a fuck how stinky it is. They're like, whatever, ten bucks, boom, this guy's cool. He's good. He's good. so So the cleaning stuff gets paid good. Besides, I mean, well, we're the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. Stoners are the best human beings on the planet. I'm telling you. It's like it's a good way to filter them out. Once you get the real deal, you're like, yeah, these guys, right on. they know what's up. So uh, I think on that note, we're mm-hmm. going to finish it up because we went over, I think, by like five minutes, yeah. bro. Like four minutes. Four minutes four. over the three-hour mark. Three-hour tour. I need to get that
3: little... Th- well,
2: we appreciate
0: it as always, Adam. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks for coming on this
3: mission. Adam. On thank this. you, Adam. We yeah. definitely do. Thank you, thank you. Of
2: course, of course. Uh, we'll hopefully be seeing more uh, more of Mr. Moore. Thank you, thank you. Not the other guy, though. That guy was a douche. <laughs> that other Moore guy was a total douche. He's not related to you, right? Uh, I don't know. You spell the same, though, huh? Seventh most common surname in America. It's pretty damn. Seventh? Seventh? Yep. Okay. Really? So, no
0: shit. Yeah. We don't need any more moors. <laughs> no more. <laughs> no more, please. please no more moors. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: just they just produce more. That's the problem. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> moors produce more and more uh, and the more. The puns abound. Uh, <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, we haven't had a girl in my family for five generations.
2: So. Oh, so there's a lot more moors. Yeah, more, more 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 more. more. <laughs> well, more more <laughs> means g- uh, grandmother in Swedish too. So there you go. More oh, more. Oh. Learn more, more. More something every day. More more. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, i want to g- uh, thank all the, the sponsors i want to thank the um hazel at the emerald cup for such a good time the last week when we missed you guys um it was all in good it was definitely worth it uh, anybody who has a chance next year i don't know why you're not out there i mean come on you need to go to that one definitely. it's more fun less stress yeah you probably would find something cool there yeah. um i want to thank all the listeners obviously the chat gang a um, beautiful wife, Cece, taking care of little Nick, um, and uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. What do we have we have something planned? Anything good? We have a good plan yet? No plan. Zero plans. <laughs> Absolutely. It's in, the, it's in the mix. It's in the mix. Oh, actually, I, um, I did talk to Steve Tuck, who's um, one of the guys. Who, he's one of the originators of the marijuana and a few
3: other strains out there. And that's a good strain. Uh.
2: Exactly, and so he might come on the show in a couple of weeks, because I, I saw him going into the whole history lesson on, online, and I was like, hey, if you want to just come on the show, we can just sort of like lay the shit out, so at least people can go back and it won't just be in a, in a little thread somewhere, because he, he just gets so mad, So as usual. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're going to have him, him on the show in the next week or two, and also, who else did we have? Oh, we had a guy, uh, we have uh, another group coming up talking about some autos, and they wanted to kind of shoot the shit, so I said, no problem. Let's see what we can do, and then I know KTI is going to come up with some awesome shows, right? Oh, no, I've got, to, I've got, to, I've got some... Awesome. I've got some... Yeah, awesome show. Oh, yes, and then... Oh, uh, oh, never mind. I won't even want to... Never mind. Forget about it. I, I gotta, oh, it's too good to even mention, but <laughs> I do have some super secret guests coming on soon. Not on. They'll be on. The, it's going to have to be by Skype, though, but I laid the groundwork at the web the Emerald Cup and was just... I it was literally... Like, the bro show is happening, dude. It's going to happen because I found the rest of the crew who will make it happen because the bro is never going to make it happen on his own, as we all know, because it's been like five times we've tried to do this. He needs his crew, his backup crew, and I met up up with them, so it was awesome. I was like, all right, guys, you're going to help me make this fucking shit happen. So the bro show, not going to come up with a date, but let's try to get it around the – Holidays when everything's weird and crazy and everybody's fighting, so we'll just add some more drama to the fire. Perfect, and then that will be the the breakdown of the sour diesel, pretty much for the for the reality check. So nice. Oh my god, the great mystery. It's almost like knowing Santa Claus doesn't exist at this point. So we, might, I'm scared to to delve into it too deep because then it's like almost like, oh, that's it, really? Oh, no. God damn it! Now it's we a mystery alive. Yeah, you know. It is fun to watch when you, when someone believes like when Nick still believes Obviously, in Santa Claus and stuff, and so I got on my. Now it's so digital. You go, go hey, oh, dude, he's calling you, and then you got, hey, hello, it's Santa Claus. Oh, oh, like. Oh, it's like oh, we're god. in that generation oh, now, and he's like, he oh, like, he's shit. like, tell him, call up Santa again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny to watch because you're like, oh my god, this is call cool. up, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. He's questioning the tooth fairy too, like, what the fuck is the why, why, yeah. why would, why would the tooth fairy do this? You're like... like I'm like, but, come on, just, just, just take your money. And... money. Just take, the, come on, take the money. Just take the money. It's a bribe. do No chance it's your first bribe. Yeah. Get <laughs> used to this. See you guys next week. Uh, hopefully, I don't have to bribe you to listen to the show. So, peace. Adios. Thank you.
0: Practically every one of the top forty records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove.
1: The psychedelic on the record out have their own kids. This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana, some call it sensor media, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it. ganja.